this is Fred from Limp Bizkit, the worst band in the world. This is Jennifer Lopez, and you're listening to Deek Shock. Deek, 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 shock. Deek Shock. Deek Shock. Deek Shock. Deek Shock. Deek Shock. Does your mother know you're doing this? Careful what you do for this. Doing pooties directly in your mute. I have to say it's the most adventurous. Did you eat one? No, I haven't opened it. We're waiting for you. Okay, good. So... We're going to get a foot to the booter. What's going in my mouth? I think this is uh, audio. What's going in your mouth? And yeah, this is a, yeah, the audio version. This is it's moved on to this show because it's the much more exciting. Swedish fish Oreos. <laughs> I almost bought some myself. I was at Smith's saw them the other day and I was like, no, I'm not that crazy. Yeah, I thought you already had. Yeah. yeah we're, I mean, maybe they're good. No. We're gonna, we're gonna, no. You tried them? No, they can't be good. We're Why gonna, can't we're they gonna be? find out real soon. Swedish fish Oreos. Well, it's chocolate and sweet. Yes, chocolate it's like a, and the wrong kind what, of sweet. Well, I will tell you what works. Wrong kind of sweet. There's maybe, no maybe. I'll t- like, have you had muddy bears? There you go. Gummy Sorry. bears covered <laughs> in chocolate. What the? Gummy bears covered in chocolate. Oh, they're, they're so they're, that good. That doesn't they're, sound good. They're oh. amazing. No, they're so good. And so if this is anything like Muddy Bears, yeah, you're in for a taste sensation. It's gonna be an excitement. Right. <laughs> say so. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number three fifty-two. I am Master Torgo, all the way up your dick. Eighties Jeff, Commander K, Back Jack Dandy, Maple Leaf Matt. Hey, we're to talk week and geek. I hate people today. No. I don't blame you. Do you. Is there a specific the, the creature pa- today? The past two days, we've had incredibly stupid people. Oh just, boy, just incredible. So my couples have gone to the show. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Matt. Thank you. All so right. It's actually Saturday. We were sold out both shows, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe because it's too fast and busy, people go charging through. We get them seated, and that's it. And the past couple of days, it's been a lot lighter, and the stupid has just been tumbling out of the roof. Mm. Give me an example of the stupid. Um, one woman just came wandering down to go to the bathroom and we're at the top of the ramp and we gesture where she can walk down to the lobby and she looks at us and nods and then wanders and literally does a circle at the top of the ramp because she can't figure out where she's supposed to go Mm. and so we had to point again and she looked at us and nod and she finally made her way down and then when she comes back up she passes us and we're like we step forward and she looks at us and nods and then walks past us and then goes to the tech who is standing at the ramp watching the show it's part of his job he sure. has to, she goes up to him pulls out her ticket and asks him where her seat is wow so it's just like just amazing you 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 look like too much of an actor not enough of an usher <laughs> yeah, I guess all of us do. Wow. Right? It's not like I'm the only one there. There's a couple of us there, and she just, and, and it's, yeah, so, you know. Uh, there's the people who refuse to give you your their ticket. It's like they're, like they, they want it as a souvenir? Uh, no, no, no. It's like, okay, may I have your tickets, please? And then you, you they hold it out, you grab it, and they won't let it go. <laughs> okay. Wow. And it's like, I, I, I need the ticket so I can, you know, and you got to, like, pull it out of their hands what? and then they look all panicked as you give it to the other <laughs> gatekeeper and like okay take them the you know the seat blah 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 but they look panicked like you know like, like they can't get in now right and it's like this is inside the house they're in they're mm-hmm. scanned they've already come in this is to get them to their seat 
So, All right, I'm, I'm totally with you. I hate these people too. <laughs> it's just, it's just, Jeez. and it was just, it was relentless. It was just, we had one guy leading a dozen people in a tour group boldly go charging down this set of stairs, and I stopped like the second or third person and looked at their their ticket, and they're in the wrong section. They need to go to the next one. So we had to stop them all, and it was like a a a a, a, a Hanna Barbera. <laughs> everybody banging up against each other it's like no no you're over there it was oh it was God. colonel hockey yeah, the little yeah. flag thing i've oh, seen them all the time walking sweet the jesus it was just amazing today when i was working the excalibur doing the character booth those people would come by with the tour groups and i got the point where i wanted to get an assortment of props and when i got the right one to match whatever they were waving above them oh, just Lord. take the troop off somewhere different while they were yeah. <laughs> distracted yeah, although it's really I funny. I never did it. Because <laughs> if you did that, you could really fuck up their oh, schedule. Oh, man, Because yeah. they run on a tight mm. schedule. We got them exiting um, the show uh, before the finale is fully over because they got to be out in the casino and around their tour guide and on their way to the next whatever the fuck. Mm. Huh. Or else they're going to miss They're going to miss They're going to miss whatever the fuck. Fun yeah. must be scheduled on the minute. I mean, it is just fucking insane. Yeah, there's some winners I talked to inside the Excalibur. Mm. Are you inside the Excalibur? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, we get the pond scum of Vegas guests. Yeah. That hotel. Well, Excalibur has a, has a reputation. Yeah. It was always it's, a little... Well, it was a Circus Circus property, so it was, yeah, always, yeah. A, it was always a little clowny. That but, and um, Circus Circus were always <laughs> listed as the cheap hotels on the Strip. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's the place you go to save. But when it opened, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it really Before was. Whitewashed the stone walls. <laughs> I, I missed yeah. the animatronic. Took all the paintings down. Oh, the dragon. The oh, animatronic the dragon. dragon that was in the moat. And the actor that used to go down in the full wizard garb and and Throw fireballs and stuff. Yeah. That was a yeah. animatronic I wizard. Said, yeah, I don't. Remember. No, no, no. There was a, when no, I saw was, it one time. There was, there was a live actor yeah. that walked down on this little dock thing in the pond area, yeah. and he would summon the dragon. The dragon would yeah. rise up out of the thing. Jesus and, Christ, oh, Jeff! So you're bringing that. That's yeah. an ancient memory. I know. That you know goes the way. You know back. the wizard up on the top. You can see the, there. There's that. Yeah. Wizard. Yeah. That one was. Uh, the uh, the Jedi speaks that uh, that we have uh, mentioned a few times on this. Did, sure, uh, he was a performer at the Excalibur. That's how I know him. And on his last day, he's like, "This is my last day. I'm going on the roof." I'm like, "All right, I'm a character artist. I don't give a shit." So I went with him. We went up on the roof and climbed across, and we got to the back of that wizard. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a simpler time back then. <laughs> Back what's, when security didn't like? tackle you. It's an animatronic. It's just a model. But there, you can easily fall through him. <laughs> you could do the 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 uh, floor behind him is not solid, so you could fall through him to the oh, casino wow. floor and die. Duly noted in case yeah. he's ever up there. Don't do that. <laughs> wow. Is he animatronic? No. Wow. No. The one, but there was an animatronic wizard, and yeah. the freaking yeah. animatronic dragon broke down like every two weeks. Hence, I, th- I think That's the doors. You can still see the tracks. I think. Yeah. Down yeah. in that moat, yeah, yeah the, in the moat, yeah, in where the, moat. the dragon would go. Also, there was something about that water they never solved, and it always smelled like sewage. <laughs> it's true. It's the homeless pro- people; they use it as a. Because <laughs> I remember back when the, the time that I actually got to see the live actor, you know, in the wizard garb, I was. Uh, I can't even remember why I was at the Excalibur that time, but there was like this, this little path that was off to the side, and I'm like, well, "This is weird. I don't remember seeing this before." 
I wonder where it goes. So I just started following it. And there's no signage or anything. This is a story anything. where Jeff gets raped, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another one of those? There but was it, a clown, and the clown Mike and the said, boys. come here, come here. <laughs> was that a trigger warning? I've never but seen it, this path before. But it just What's wound, here? It wound down into this little observation area where they oh. had, uh, they me. said, uh, they said the dragon appears every, you know, like 15 minutes or whatever. Would you like to see the dragon? <laughs> Zip. And that was like, at that time, that, I, that the, uh, the wizard comes walking across the little dock. And he starts doing his little thing, and the the dragon rises up out of the water. (laughs) 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 It writes itself, folks. (laughs) Get started, Professor Biggs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Does his little thing. Yeah. When they opened up the Excalibur, there were all these murals everywhere, all these these huge murals of, you know, Arthur and Guinevere. No, they're paintings, okay. and they over the years they would, would cut holes in them and build shit over them. And we used to have Renfair people from California came out come out because them all the models were Renfair people from California, and they come out to see their murals. <laughs> they still want to see their pictures. And you're like, well, oh shit, yep. that is him. Goddamn. Huh. <laughs> all right, so Andy, you brought the Swedish fish. Or- I did, and it's. Limited edition, as all the rest of Swedish the Swedish fish flavors. Oreos. Holy the, shit. It's a very small package, too, because uh, That's what she nobody said. Right yeah, right yeah, right yeah. Explain folks. that, Andy. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> we still talk about the wizard? Yeah. The grand the wizard. wizard. Grand wizard? So these are... That's uh, a whole different experience. Swedish fish Oreos. Maybe you'll find that more in the Excalibur these days. Yes, and I'm live Swedish streaming this. Air, have, some, have a sniff, Paul. Oh, Paul, it's excited. They really smell like Swedish. They really do. <laughs> well, Holy I think you should be the fuck. guinea pig. Well, here, we'll, 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 we'll distribute out. Here's one for the Matt Man. Uh, Kirsten, you want one? He sure does. <laughs> yeah. You only live once, guys. That's right. Unless you're Bond, then you only live twice. I don't no. think Yolo. Nah. I don't think Yolo is ever meant to. Oh, apply this to is gonna be fine. <laughs> it's just Swedish fish flavored. Yeah, it's yeah. not the goo. No, yeah, it's not the same. Except I don't like Swedish fish. So, so. Well, like for it. those who hate the sound of us eating, um, <laughs> trigger warning. Yeah, move and ahead for those now. of you who like it, turn it up. There you go. Unzip. Get ready. <laughs> That's an odd flavor. <laughs> wow. It's not, it's not that bad. It's very chemically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, the the stuff is better by itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is not. I mean, okay. like you pull the stuff out and I eat mean, the cookie I mean, that's how I usually eat my Oreos. Right. I separate it, eat the stuff first, then eat the cookie. These are no Muddy Bears. Mm. <laughs> no, but these are good. It, it's like a, no, they aren't. a real chemically <laughs> artificial cherry yeah. taste. Yeah. yeah, to me, there's a, there's a floor cleanser component to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like floor cleanser and chocolate. I'm dead into it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but you're used to putting <laughs> all kinds saying. of garbage I'm, and chemicals in your body. I'm so. dead into it. It's yeah. Fine. Well, I think you should bring those to the bucket show and distribute them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you no know, free cookie with every seat. So Andy, you brought these, no, uh-huh. because I'm live streaming right oh, good, now. Good. People are asking. All right, and they are awful. No, I don't they're, think they're, they're not awful. awful. They're just not something I would have a yeah. second one. They're of. not awful, but they're not good. Five out of good. Five out of six uh. geek squawk. <laughs> geek squawk. Geek squawk. Hey, I'll have another. I can't think. I don't think <laughs> you're gonna have another Kirsten. Yeah, have one more. I, I, these could be something that grow on you. I think geek these squawker are works. This These are good. <laughs> this is my fuck you to Andy. 
Like you need one. You're of just those. so full of anger lately, Kristen. <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's not the not the Commander K that I that I used to know and love. Commander uh, Matt. Commander Matt. Commander, fuck no, you. Those are good. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> Eat the cream separately. Redwater Day. Matt and I are agreeing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ugh, Swedish fish flavored Oreos. Is that yeah. a new phone? You got a new phone? Oh, he's oh. playing with oh, it. Oh, it's great. He's phone. playing with it. I'm live streaming because Andy asked me to. All right. I forgot my phone. But he's also yes, showing I, off his yes, new I phone. Did get a yeah, new he's phone. like, look at this, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Zip. Look. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a big phone. Let me do my little thing. <laughs> it's a big phone. It writes itself. That's well, a Galaxy Galaxy Note, Note Seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Jake, those liquor bottles are not empty. Oh, I can't hear you. <laughs> I know. I, I was speaking onto the uh, the live stream and uh, took a break away from the phone because because uh, you can't do both. Well, I it just I proved it, it wasn't necessary to this particular. Oh, okay. Show. So, gentlemen, was that your third quarter pounder? Jesus, your second. Th- okay. They so it's a half pounder. <laughs> Yeah, it's a half pound. You had to take a, you had to take a fish <laughs> break in between. <laughs> Two for five dollar, make you holler. So what did you do this week, gentlemen? What geeky things you want to talk about? I made a time travel movie. Wait, what do you mean you made a time travel movie? It was a 48-hour 40, film uh, ah, contest. Ah, that's time again. Yeah. So we uh, we drew uh, dark comedy or buddy comedy. Okay. And uh, we made a time travel movie about two guys whose phones are five minutes out of sync. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I and, like uh, it. Yeah, we got uh, um, Robin Slobnina. Slobnina, right? Slonina. Slonina. The, the, the B is silent? Okay. Slonina, she did the makeup, so she made them look awful because apparently changing the time stream hurts. That, that's cool. It would and, hurt. and the more you do it, the more it hurts. Yeah, that's my that's my boy Jimmy. His yeah, wife. yeah, and Jimmy was there too. Jimmy actually did a great uh, stunt in it. He's the best. Yep. Jimmy's fucking so that funny, is man. actually airing today as you listen to this at the Palms, and it will be up online soon after. So next week, I will tell people where to see it. All right, maybe post it to the layer. Are yeah, you win, absolutely. Do you think? I we we always do pretty well, and show. I would not be surprised if we went with this one. It's 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 slick as hell, and it's well written. Cool. We've got a um, uh, we've got a uh, drone shot in it. We've got a stunt in it. We've got great makeup in it. Uh, the story. You know, you made compelling. it big. Was there a catering truck involved? Uh, well, Vohi actually brought a lot of food, so I guess he was the catering truck. Well, okay. There you go. You yeah. made it. Vohi's in it too. Truck. Sounds awesome, man. Yeah. There's more than a fruit tray. You've made it. Yeah. Well, those guys are always making, uh, they always make great 48-hour films. Yeah, yeah. I, I should post some of the other ones. We've, we've done a couple really good ones over Really, the years. really funny, too, when they posted about, Jerry posted that they'd finished somebody I worked with at Star Trek The Experience, but no longer work with and haven't spoken to in a while, but I am Facebook friends with him. Totally jumps into conversation and is like talking to Jerry, like congratulations, well done, blah. So it's like seven or eight degrees of separation. It's mm-hmm. just like yep. small town items. Everybody knows everybody out yeah. here, Vegas, especially yeah. in the yeah. arts world. Yes, wow. it's true. I finished the Killing Joke finally. The, wow. the comic book. Yeah, the comic book. You you finished the forty page comic. <laughs> well, I put it down. <laughs> I put it down and started reading some other stuff. Watching didn't. Doing some other shit, and I finally picked it back up, and I was like, "I'll finish this." This is why you're and not allowed in the book club. No. <laughs> so, what did you think and compared to the uh, movie? It was all right. Okay, both were just all right, but I don't want to talk about. It we we've talked like whole episodes of Killing Joke. Right, bring it so. up. 
Because that's all I did. That's all the I did. Only geeky thing you did. Yes. Wow. Holy shit. Yes. I finished um, that third trade of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Badass. Still awesome. Badass. Huh. Great. Great book. Like, just anyway, it's better than all the prequels. Well, <laughs> it's not saying much. Well, damning with faint praise, perhaps. <laughs> I, sh- I don't mean to. It's wait. Is that hamburger better or worse than just scooping up dog shit and putting it between lettuce? This? Yeah. Oh, this is pretty good. Okay. Just one of those songs were damn with faint praise. I wanted to <laughs> this is pretty good. do the comparison. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good. And uh, what, what were you talking about? The, the what? That's a McDonald's burger. There's no lettuce. The, 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 new the prequels? Yeah. The, the Star Wait, Wars. What prequels? Prequels. The, the, oh, are they gonna, are they gonna, the, too many jokes, Andy. You're working too many jokes, man. You got to space it out and pace it. Jesus Christ. That's what you're, but shit. you're working hard. I am <laughs> working way too hard. It's, it's the Swedish fish, man. I'm powered by Swedish fish. Oh, oh, great geek shock, powered by Swedish fish Oreos. Like, I mean, many. Uh, that's many that's Andy's neuro bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yuck. I'm powered by Sour Patch Kids, right here. <laughs> yeah, those Darth Vader's are great. Yeah, that it's, a, it's just, a superb just, book. And it really is just such a great depiction of Vader. Yeah. It really is. It's fun to see him treated so well and so strong. Um, and what I still enjoy getting my head around is the fact that these stories that you're reading are actual canon. These are right. now considered part of the universe. Uh-huh. It's not like some and a, and a, another idea of a story somewhere. So I love He's that. He's got aspect. this yeah. psycho fucking robot called triple zero yeah who's a protocol he's a c-3po he looks like c-3po but he's a fucking monster he's awesome and and then he's got a a little r2 unit because you got to have a protocol and an r2 and the astromech is like a walking tank it takes all of the little doodad cliches that r2 has the flamethrower the the shocker the this and that <laughs> the shocker and it, it it it's got it all it's like this little evolve? just <laughs> machine of destruction yeah, it's a swiss army death bot yeah <laughs> he's fucking he's fucking badass it is there's a lot of cool shit about that book it's just really fucking cool and uh then i watched some red letter media <laughs> they came out with another uh, hand comes the, out the, in the shocker <laughs> yeah. you're still going on holy shit hey if paul can do it i can do it too <laughs> what the shocker no he was he's he's getting on me because i was going on about imagine the little hand comes out of the robot yeah it's got oh thank god for the explanation <laughs> permanently fixed in the shocker position yes uh, well, that was like you five asked. minutes ago when Kirsten was talking. Right. And he was Yeah, like, five minutes ago. Good stuff. The uh, Let me did a ask. Plinketto episode. Yes, another Plinketto oh, episode of Best of the Worst. Yes. Very funny again. It's always funny. Uh, it's funny how a lot of it is getting crossover with other stuff that I've seen now. The uh, Skateboard Kid. Yes, that was done that. John Tron. Tron. Yeah. yeah, John Tron did a really great review of Skateboard Kid already. So, in fact, uh, I want to say that his is a little better. Here. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, a little more dedicated. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I would agree. But they're getting to that point where it's almost cultural saturation. Not enough bad things out there. How many more? Wild. How many more terrible movies are there? But lots that's kind of why lots. I love Wheel of the Worst because it's just crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, that's even more out deep there. VHS bullshit. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. So that's that's pretty much it. Um, I didn't really get up to a lot this week. Nerdy, working. I, I was busy. Oh, I shot a commercial with Matt. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I was trapped the- under actual rubble, 
and had a two by four thrown out of my head by one of the guys on the set. Jesus. What? Yeah, he fucking didn't even. He just, oh, it was bad, but whatever. Did he hit so, you? Yeah, I was lightly concussed. So, uh, what? No, I mean, it just gonk. He got me in the fucking head. Uh, it was wow. dumb. Jesus. Yeah, it was dumb, but. It, the commercial turned out really good, I think. We'll see when it comes out. Okay, please. Not an after joint then. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, last week was fucking busy for me. Busy, As I mentioned busy, busy. to Matt before, it wasn't a payday loan place, right? No, okay. it's uh, it's ambulance chasing type lawyers. Yeah, okay. I can, yeah. I can, I can, I can look oh, at so that. Oh, so they were trying to drum up right. business with that. I yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's called something lawyers. It's called crisis lawyers. Two or, by four lawyers. I don't, I can't remember. <laughs> what. You'll see the commercial soon. Matt's a superhero. He looks hilarious. I'm a victim under rubble. Who I, may have to hire the actual lawyers to go after the dumbass no, the two by four? At no, <laughs> fuck it, man. This is this is the Irony. other thing you're gonna, you're going to learn about theater in this town. Is there is a fine line. You if you're union, you don't get a lot of work. If you're not union, you get a lot of crazy work. Mm. <laughs> and I keep dancing on the non-union side and. Some weeks it's good. Some weeks it's like, oh boy, but you know, <laughs> is what it is. Um, yeah, no, it's just been. It was a really busy week for me last week, and so I finally, when I got a little bit off time, I just kind of rested up where I could. And is out of town this week, so I'm on dog patrol, so I'm a little sleep deprived. Sure, but it's fine. I'm still playing No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. You're the only I, one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was funny. He was talking about that too. I was, he was playing it earlier. He's like, apparently they had a big drop off of players. Mm-hmm. So it's just me and about seven other people out in this sixteen quadrillion planet universe. But it's the Zen thing works for me still. If it so scratches it's, it's, your itch, man, enjoy it. It's, so it centers him even more than the otters yeah. do. Although, so stop sending wow. the otters. Uh, no, no, send more the, otters. The otters are great. Send yeah, more otters. They're cute. Wait till you discover an M-class planet in there with otters. Oh, it's going to be the best. I'll probably just set up camp. It'll be an otter-like life form. <laughs> yeah, it'll have horns and a weird stinger, but... I mean, it won't look like a... Yeah, never mind. Nothing looks like a... It uh, won't look like an otter? <laughs> there was there was a creature... <laughs> no, no, no. Apparently, a lot of them look like penises <laughs> that and That destroyed Kirsten, that. everybody. Kirsten he, just died from that pun. He ran into this crazy he's not, creature. He's not alive anymore. He's dead. <laughs> it looked like a T-Rex, but it had a beak. It had... Ram's horns and like feathered claws. Yeah, it was the most bizarre thing ever. It's great. Mm. I love what that damn machine does. But I started playing another game tonight that I look forward to finishing. It's one of those horror experience, not so much a game. If you played PT, the playable trailer for the Silent Hill game that is never going to come out, but that Mm. trailer was phenomenal. That kind of game is starting to rear its head independently so a game called the park which was on sale on ps4 this week oh yeah on the one of their myriads of sales but it's a two-hour horror experience where you just walk through and experience it in fact it has kind of the reoccurring segments that pt had but uh if you just want to like a little atmospheric experience eh, i say it's worth the seven bucks i paid for it definitely so Hmm. so it's called the park Takes about two hours to play. Did you play. ever play that? Um, was it? What's that one where you play the killer and you chase around the survivors? Dead, dead something. Dead. Paul. Yeah, we get talked off about this one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading something fascinating. Go ahead. On Twitch. <laughs> on Twitch. No. What's the one we were talking about a couple weeks ago? Oh, dead um, something. Oh, fuck. I have to look it up. 
Uh, you, the, the, you ended up playing it some, right? Didn't you, uh, Torgo? No, you watch it. You didn't watch. I, it I watched some of it, but I never played it. But the the, the, the watching people play it was very yeah, interesting. Survival, the survival horror one. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. One person is the killer. One person is the killer, and then the four people, survivors or three like survivors. The Fuck night, the night is dark. And kind of a generic title, I think. Look out for my night. Keep your night warm. Look out for my bishop, Surviving baby. four, something like the, that. The, no, the wizard four that are left night. alive. Uh, hold on. Four alive. Five alive? I remember five that juice. Alive. That was good juice. Number yep. five is alive. The fifth dimension, that's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> Age of Aquarius. Is there a beautiful balloon? <laughs> Dead by daylight. Dead by daylight. Yes, that's, that's what, what I said. said. None of, of those words were in there. Sure. <laughs> I said dead something or alive. <laughs> yeah, it looks like fun. Um, that's that's an but, interesting title because if I'm not re- if I'm not mistaken, the original title for Evil Dead was Dead by Dawn. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of a play on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see that. Dead by Daylight, Dead by Dawn. I was just curious if you ever played that one. But I guess uh, not. Jeez. The book club has chosen its next book. The book is going to be The Forever War by Joel Haldeman. Say, uh, That's going to be a long read, huh? Not really. It's under 300 pages. What kind of fucking Forever War is this? <laughs> well, there is multiple books in the series. Mr. Simpson, we have a better case here than the lawsuit I brought against the creators of the never-ending story. <laughs> uh, Joe Haldeman, it was uh, released in 1974. It's kind of a... His experiences in Vietnam shot through a space opera lens. It won the uh, Nebula, won the Hugo, won the Locust. So it's it's got a lot of pedigree. Uh, so wow. we we held a poll, and that was the chosen one. Barry suggested that book, actually. Sounds good, actually. Barry's poll one. Bar- Barry's poll one. And uh, I would have started it, and uh, you know we're going to keep that uh, silence for the first seven days of the month. We'll start discussing it on the page on the 8th. Uh, but I will say that I have started it, and it has gripped me from the beginning. I'm wow. really... The Enjoy Forever the War? The Forever War, Forever War by Joe Haldeman. Haldeman's a Vietnam vet, and uh, in some ways it was written as a response to Heinlein's uh, Starship Troopers, uh, which was seen as pro-military, a little militaristic. Even though it was supposed to be a little tongue-in-cheek, right? Well, the movie was. The movie was. The book wasn't. But really? Then, but the book is is not... I mean, it it's... it's Starship Troopers is... I think slammed unfavorably, yeah. so it doesn't deserve all the all the pissing and moaning that it gets. But um, uh, Heinlein was very supportive of the military, despite the fact that he'd never. I mean, he'd he was in the military, went through Annapolis, but he he never ever heard a shot fired in anger. Sure. So people like Haldeman respond to that with the Forever War. Yeah, right. Cool. And it is a classic. Join us on that one if you want. If that doesn't appeal to you, then uh, join us next month for the next book, whatever that might be. That's the, the, the starting just this month? That is start, that's the book for September. We'll start discussing it on the 8th of September. Okay. Uh, give people a chance to at least get it started. But you know, join the discussion whenever you feel like it. And since it's been around for a while, you can probably find a cheap copy you at your local used right bookstore. Now. You're a cheap yeah. copy. I'm gonna hunt it on Amazon. Yep. I got it in a box. Hey, you're spicy somewhere. tonight, aren't you, Jeff? It's I've like... had a lot of caffeine today. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> All right, now, Jeff, I, I need to know because I haven't asked on purpose because I wanted to hear during the show. 
You saw a special screening tonight. Oh, yes. Of uh, Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers. Yes. Oh, oh wow. And I, I want to know what your th- thoughts are. Well, he flat out says it in the beginning little intro of the, uh, the screening that I went to. It's written for teenage girls. That's really what it was written for. So, so you that's, loved it. I was going to say, actually, Torgo would definitely <laughs> love it because yeah. he is at heart a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Degrassi uh, fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, actually, it had a lot of funny little moments, but there's a lot of exchanges between the two leads, which is uh, Harley Quinn Smith and Lily Rose Depp. He wrote that movie for them. So... Uh, he he talks about the genesis of the movie in the beginning. Uh, there's a little uh, thirty minute uh, thing with him before the actual film started, and he talks about how uh, originally it was just supposed to be his kid with a couple of lines in the movie Tusk uh, behind the counter at this convenience store, and then uh, Harley Quinn's real life best friend is Lily Rose Depp, and they've known each other like forever. And so uh, she was apparently going to be on set that day because her father, uh, Johnny Depp, was uh, a character in the film. So he was like, well, you know what? You know, she's already going to be there. You guys are best friends anyway. You should probably both be in the film. So eventually he ran it past uh, Johnny Depp and, and Lily Rose's mother. And long story short, he put the two of them in the film and he loved it and was just obsessed with this notion of the two of them behind this counter. And he couldn't put his finger on why he liked it so much. He's like, you know, uh, is even Johnny Depp was he, he like, couldn't figure out that it was clerks. Yeah. And girl form. Well, that's, he said, he said it was his wife, Jen, that she's like, she's like, Kevin, you're just too close to it. Of course you're obsessed with it. It's you. And it's two people behind the counter at a convenience store, and then I guess as soon as she put that, he realized, "Oh my God, it's it's like Clerks, but with women." But so, Clerks, yeah, girl Clerks, young girl Clerks. I'd watch Clerks. Clerks. I'd watch Clerks. So watch he clerks. wanted to do a project for his daughter that was not necessarily a remake of Clerks, just with women, but you clerks. know, something something silly, something fun, but something entertaining for teenage girls, and that's what this film is. It's uh. It's a bizarre little film that's going to fit in with what he's calling his True North trilogy, which is Tusk, this one, and then uh, the next movie, Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. But it's just, uh, there's these little uh, sausage Nazis, they call them Bratzies, that were, that are, all right. <laughs> sausage, yeah, you lost me a sausage Nazi. Okay. <laughs> I, I told you that they're these little one foot tall. The story goes that there's a... <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian, My God! This Canadian Nazi—he's like scientist. a slightly articulate Andy right now. It's, just, <laughs> it, it's, it's bizarre to watch it because I know what well, you're talking I'm, about. <laughs> I'm jumping halfway through the film here. I'm through the looking glass, people. Help me! <laughs> but they come to find out that there's this Andy's brain this, is this Canadian Nazi scientist from the 40s that has. Basically frozen himself for 70 years. I understand everything. And he tried to make a clone of himself using uh, sausage and his own DNA. <laughs> and he put him in this incubator, but... It sounds like some million he woke up, shit. He woke up 32, 30 years too early, and the, the clones weren't done. So there's these little sausages that are alive, little one-foot-tall Nazis that are going around. I told you, it's a silly premise, so... 
you know, the girls save this. Uh, I think it's Manitoba. I think is where they're. Wait, they is Manitoba or Winnipeg? I'm sorry, Are you uh, I can't remember already. Win- Winnipeg's inside Manitoba. Okay. Ah, so it could be both. both. Yes. Fair enough. But not necessarily. So anyway, the girls become the heroes of this thing, and you know they fight the little things, and that the Bratzies, you know, the yeah, Bratzies. That's what they call them. That's what she calls it in the film. Is there one named Lou Luca Bratzi? Yeah. Uh, no, and he doesn't sleep with the fishes. But oh. no, it's it was a fun little entertaining film. It has a little bit of nods to Kevin Smith's previous work, but oh, no, right. all this stuff yeah. self reference. But for the Kevin most Smith part, film? it's its own standalone film. How did um, Silent Bob get to Canada? He's not in it. Wow. He's yeah. been in Degrassi, though. Burn. Has he now? Yes, he has. <laughs> Although... There's two episodes of Jay and Silent Bob do Degrassi. Really? Jay and Silent Bob will be in Moose Jaws, and uh, apparently Silent Bob gets killed in Moose Jaws. Sure he's he already He's already flat said that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah he's already said he's, he stopped making movies it's probably four not movies happen. ago. Yeah, the search for he's well, you know, he yeah. had <laughs> he actually semi-retired, but explained he, why he got back into it. Yeah, he mm. just he fell in love with movie making again, and uh, part of it was doing it through his own well, company. Now and movie making sucked his dick, and now he's doing TV he like crazy. Yep. He's yeah, just uh, directing uh, DC TV episodes like crazy. Yeah. He directed I don't an episode him doing of, it. I'm just saying, you know, if I'm saying the characters are going to die, well, I, I no, it yeah, doesn't hold a lot of water. I know. It's sort of like Stephen King's best, some of his best work has come since he announced his retirement. Right. So. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a fun little movie. Uh, again, it's targeted at a female audience. So, you know, a lot of, Shit. you know, <laughs> adults are not going to get it. So. There you go. I need to point out that... Todd just busted out a DVD of Silent Bob Does Degrassi. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob Does Degrassi. And I need to point out, I always love it whenever Jeff says, long story short. (laughs) Halfway through a very long story. Kirsten, that was short for me because (laughs) I trimmed out a lot of material. This is why I write. I don't do well on this show because I'm a writer by trade. I can write out stuff. Whoa! <laughs> I can write things better than I can just Andy off the top Wright of my good head too. <laughs> it is really right to the looking glass. It's weird. <laughs> Writes itself, folks. Do I get the giant dick too? Yeah, I was gonna say, don't look down, buddy, because <laughs> man, whoa! You're gonna you're gonna get some disappointment Brace there. It's a real Brace weird mirror angle. universe thing happening on this couch. <laughs> There's no goatee. It's just a different dick size. <laughs> Ass clowns. <laughs> Uh, Are you from the other universe? Well, let me see. Zip. Uh, nope. Yeah, you are. Now, the book that came in second on the poll for the book club was Wild Cards Volume 1. Yeah. Ooh. Which I actually have been reading over the past couple of weeks. Uh, how cheating. Uh, yeah, he's trying to get a head start. Actually, I started that way ahead of it. Like, when we talked about that being turned into a TV show, I'm like, I got to know more about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big... F- Volume one. That's a 500 page book. So, wow. So I can see that being And it's a an bit anthology, daunting. right? Yeah, it's an anthology. It's short stories, but it's more of a exercise in world building than anything else. The mm. I've about three stories into it. It's about 25% through the book. It really paints this great world, ni- mid 1940s, about how this world of superheroes and mangled humans came to be because of this alien virus and so on. 
but in the hands of multiple authors, like taking the reins and fleshing it out even further with their own characters. Right. And so that if you really like world building, that's a really interesting thing to read. If you're if world building is not your thing, though, it can be kind of dry. <laughs> Some some stories are definitely better than others, as with most anthologies. Is that right. the case with just this first thing, or uh, when it comes down to it, it's a massive set of works. This is so it's it's. Yeah. But I mean, that sounds like R.R. Martin. That's what he kind of does. But, but he's the editor of this. Yeah. Oh, it's not his yeah. baby. Per well, se. it came from a role playing game. So ah. right there, a role playing campaign. So right there. You're gonna have major world building ism going on. You know, people are gonna want to do that. But it is fascinating. I do want to learn more about this world, and I love how it's unfolding. I, I can't even remember what we talked about. Is the TV show gonna be set in the '40s? Are they gonna follow? It I that believe group? they are following. That, that. Sound, that sounds cool. Mm. That sounds. But who knows? Once yeah. it gets kicked upstairs. Yeah, yeah. You know how that. Oh, works. it's great, except for that 1940s thing. Yeah, and can, can we do something about the superheroes? Yeah, kids can't. <laughs> kids can't fit. A, you hear that whole thing that NBC, that Walking Dead was pitched to NBC oh, initially, and NBC came back with, um, "Can we take the zombies out and put in a couple of detectives?" Yeah. What? Oh, so there you go. That's Wild Cards is heading that direction. So be aware. Well, it's really funny because sometimes people say a lot of Walking Dead is really, it isn't even about the zombies. You're right. It's just the misery porn of the characters. They NBC wanted to turn it into a zombie detective story of the week. Wow. Yeah. I don't like All right, people. well, what do we got here? What do we got here? All right, uh, looks like the zombie ate him. All right, case closed. All right. Yeah, really. Exactly. Man. On the other hand. Can you get those zombies back? Get a police line up here. Get those zombies back. <laughs> post-apocalyptic detectives would be just, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what were our guys from last week? Stillman and, and what's his name? Spillman. 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 Spillman and, and Moose Knuckle. <laughs> Spillman and Moose Knuckle, they, they just go around the wastelands ne- landscape solving mysteries. Kind of like a, their own version of The Postman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> I'd watch that show. You always took a mutant, did it? <laughs> yeah. You and your pro-mutant. I just, what what the hell is it with you and you're just you're protecting the mutants all Although the time? Although now that I think about it, that was already kind of done in Fallout 4. There's a... You get you team up with a private eye and start solving crimes in the wastelands. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's fun. It's All great. Right. Oh. oh well. But I say run with that idea as mm-hmm. a TV show. It's been done in the game. Do as a show. It works. Now I'm curious, Andy, yes. because you started talking about a quest. Oh yeah. You weren't going to bring it up, but I'm, I'll, I'll bring it up. But I, right. but I I've kind of insisted. He's bringing it up. <laughs> so I am going on a little vacation to San Diego, and I have a day where I'm pretty much free and clear. So Not I'm getting your dick sucked. Okay, get yeah. it. Um, uh, so I'm gonna drive up to LA because I'm pretty sure I can find Sonia Green, who was H.B. Lovecraft's wife. I, I'm pretty sure I can find her grave, which is something that uh, nobody's done. For your I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my wiener in her mouth. No. (laughs) So I want to reiterate that last sentence. This is a grave that has never been found so far. You have an. You have the inside scoop. Yes. 
No, I just I just I just did a little research. This is something nobody's thought to look for. Um, I have a friend who's working on a uh, illustrated biography of Lovecraft, and I me- messaged him about it, and it's like. I I don't think I've been looked for that before, and he messaged his friend S.D. Joshi, who is like the the big Lovecraft school, uh, scholar, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't think anybody's ever looked for it before either. So I that's do, something. Else. Now here's the thing: are even you if you are unleash the goddamn old ones on us, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> There's a reason shit stays hidden it's, sometimes. It's, it's more going to be a golem in this case. A is, golem. Yeah. <laughs> Or just wait, wait till wait, Deep One it. Andy comes wait, back from San Jews. Diego. Oh. No, he was she was a Jew. I know, yeah. but he still hated. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> I, I've defended him quite a bit, but I've actually seen some of the letters. And I was like, oh yeah. Jesus, what about? No, he was he was pretty racist. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty yeah. bad. <clears throat> but even if you're unsuccessful, I am so jealous of this quest. That's why I'm bringing it up mm-hmm. because it's that kind of search for that that treasure. It's. You're the modern Indiana Jones, yeah. Right here, it's just I, I, I I'm, I'm glad you're excited about it because I, I didn't want to not. mention it because <laughs> it's bizarre. I mean, I, I realize it it's, is bizarre, it's not but it's thing. great. Yeah, and and I, I hope you're successful. But if you're not, I think the journey alone is worth it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come it, back to the story next week. Is it an unmarked grave? Is that why it's no, never been no, found? No, it's just that nobody's it's ever just... thought she's a she's a footnote on an occult figure who's become barely big. Okay. I mean, you know, she was married to him for a couple of years, and she lived until the seventies, I think. And and for those who read the last week's, I'm sorry, last this last month's book, uh, the Mamatas book, I am Providence, a whole bunch of the Lovecraftians go off and search for Lovecraft's cat, buried cat. Oh, that's interesting. So that that's why I'm even more interested that you're searching for a much more prominent figure that mm. you, nobody has. As Went far as as far as the experts I, t- I contacted knew, yeah, nobody's thought to look for her before. I'm so fascinated. Yeah. Yes, keep us posted. And I, when I did a little research, I found out she probably she died in L.A. She, so it's very likely that she's buried where I think she's buried. Oh, please, please. Mm. I, I hope you're right, but if if not, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, well, I'll let you guys know next week. Anything else, gentlemen? No, no, no. No. All right. We got a little something special. What? We got a special something. Oh. What did we get? More special mail. I'm always. It's more special than Oreos with. Fan mail from some flounder? That's a big box. It is a big box. That's what she said. Wow. God damn it. So, I'm going to hand this over to Paul. All right. Don't hand him shit. You can't be trusted. It's I, I've already done a little exploring, but not a whole lot. Just enough to figure out what's it is kind com- of thing was said. compartmentalized. It is compartmentalized. Is that uh, per, everything per in- person individually wrapped in bubble wrap? So I'll, I'll go ahead and start to, to disseminate. Disseminate there. Anthrax. That's what I was gonna say. It's all full of anthrax. I don't know. Ooh. So I handed it to Paul. This, oh <laughs> wow! This one. No, uh, Jeff, just, Jeff just got real excited just for Jeff, and Jeff was very, very upset because he he said that no one ever sends him mail. Oh, well, that upset about she was. If um, only there was some way if we could find out who it was for. He's got the thing to, I think it was sent to us in this general. Is, this is like a papercraft model of nice. the new Orion capsule that's being worked on. That's NASA's new spacecraft. That's amazing. You recognize that? From There's this. some writing on the side of it. 
Well, I knew it had to be either that or the Apollo uh, capsule, but <laughs> no. it, it looked like the Orion Sorry, based Apollo. on what I could see of it. Yeah, so got, uh, I, I will, I will read the panels that you put into it. Go ahead. I while think while you're pulling up, there's got to be Jeff's. Uh, models of real manned spaceships. Deed yours. of gift. Apollo, Maybe. Dragon, Orion, and Starliner. In accepting custody, the denizens of the ugly couch agree to the following conditions. One, models are theirs to display as they see fit. Mm-hmm. Two, when the display accumulates notable, noticeable dust, as determined by a double X chromosome human, not you pigs, or on the occasion of the next live <laughs> Geek Shock podcast, the display shall be presented in the hosting library or other educational institution. The builder is not liable for unreali- unrealized astronaut dreams as they, the presence or absence of squee in, on presentation or subsequent inspiration for any future so emperor of Mars. Neat. This is from Colonel John. This is the same guy that sent the blockheads. These are so oh, man. cool, Colonel John. These are just beautiful, beautiful paper oh. models. Mm-hmm. Um, insane. Oh, I assume, I assume they're plastic looking too. at the distance. Models of us. And a bonus extra set of various troll-like cave-dwelling characters suitable for your next board gaming campaign. Resemblance to any actual persons may be intentional, but not legally actionable. Uh, Not so much action figures, therefore true to the original models. There's Emmett Otter. There's an an Otter. Uh, The Jug Band Christmas in his hands. This would be Matt. It sure is. Look at that. Maple Leaf Matt has his own little blockhead. Yep. Oh, look at that. Oh, adorable. The Chief Kong and Ludmilla. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, right. There's a Ludmilla in there. Ludmilla. Oh, my God. Be her. Okay, we're going to gather these up big and enough. put up a Chief picture. Keep calm oh, and sorry. Read the back. Uh, <laughs> oh, on the back is on mats. It says, keep calm and uh, sorry. This has got to be <laughs> Jeff. Wow. Look at this. That's 80 yeah. Jeff. This is definitely 80 this Jeff's got a shirt w- wearing manimal. Super oh, detailed. Yes. Be real careful. It's yes. The back says, don't drink the water. I think this is. That is uh, cool. Andy. Yes, because it has the Ludmilla uh, and tattoo Lud- on Ludmilla. his arm. <laughs> Ludmilla has tattoos that say Sweat House and Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is cool. This one is really cool. Oh, that's amazing! So, what is this one, Orion? Yeah, it's the uh, the the spacecraft. Uh, where did you get the um, the um, solar panels on this thing? Where did you? They were they were wrapped up in a little uh, bubble wrap here. Yeah, I so, think this might be you. I yeah, think that uh, might be me. It's got Deadpool on there, right? Is this? And it's on the back. Says I'm touching myself tonight. <laughs> Deep space missions, huh? Uh. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be the what? What? I don't know who that. I'm not sure who that one is. It's gonna be the. Beck capsule. says, "Let's see your hammer, little boy," and it's got Thor on the front. Oh, that's Jeff. That's Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Orion is gonna be the spacecraft that takes us back Holy to the shit. moon as well as this on to Mars. So cool! They have this big, giant new uh, space launch system, the SLS, that's gonna. Have enough. Yours is holding a batleth. Mine is holding a batleth, and I've got a matter eater lad uh, shirt on, which oh. is doubly cool because wow. matter eater lad fun, but also I got it by Voices hit song. Well, not a hit, but yeah. they don't have many hits. But <laughs> I love this. I love this. This uh, so I, I love the whole package. Now he sent an email to tell a little about what we're looking at here. So, it's Todd, backstory here. 
Contents more along the lines of what I usually make for local teachers, etc. Oh, wow. There are a myriad of patterns available to make almost anything, and they're not hard to make up yourself. If they're not too large, cardstock is pretty. In addition to giving teachers something to wave around for an attention step, kids' activity museum, exploratorium light, and libraries like them for display. It's also an outlet for those of us who like making models. Instead of gluing plastic parts, cost you $25 or more, you spend a few cents on cardstock yeah. and printer ink, cut out the parts, assemble with Elmer's. Actually, I use Type Bond too, because that's what's in my shop. <laughs> Plus, you can find a wider range of models in paper. I've done a few things for NASA that they use for mission outreach activities. Juno mission at Jupiter, Messenger mission at Mars, James Webb Space Telescope detailing, transiting exoplanet survey satellite, and Gaia billion star sat, uh, survey satellite for the European Space Agency and a couple of others. I've also done a full-scale model of the Planetary Society's light sail spacecraft they use for show and tell. So it ends up being a useful outlet when it's too hot to make sawdust in the garage, and the results don't end up cluttering up the space and annoying she who does not dust such things. <laughs> Enjoy, mm. John. John, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, very uh, nice. So, very nice. in addition to the the Orion, he actually has a Apollo era command and service module, it's which is super detailed. Absolutely terrific. Um. We'll have to uh, a, put yeah, these all up in a little display area. Oh, look at this. Yeah, He's got a little are. deed of gift here, too. That's cool. As well as a brief description. You get space of, next to a basket case over there? Well, this this is <laughs> well, this is all coming down. My shelving is coming down. There's some what? repairs on the wall that's going to be happening next week. What's happening? Oh, there's two more spaceships. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. The, the, the Geek Shock background, the Ugly Couch Show background yeah, the SpaceX is, Dragon is going to be remodeled. Well, let's just say there's some drywall issues that need to be fixed. Oh, dear. Yeah. And this one, I have no idea. Which is one. So, uh, I think it's, it's temporary, but it sucks. But, but, yeah. but, but we have to continue the show. All right. <laughs> yeah, this says that's the Boeing Starliner. Well, this that's is awesome fine. stuff, uh, John. This is so, so fucking cool. This is amazing. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful and will be displayed on yep. the Ugly Couch Show slash Geek Shock set. Mm -hmm. we'll Probably and prominently. For now, it'll probably get packed in that box right away. <laughs> <laughs> Where it can be kept safe. Yeah, I was going to say, Red we should probably box these awesome. back up. Love it. Until we can display them. Love it. Well, we can take a picture first, but yeah. So we have one more email. Mm -hmm. Here is a question for discussion. Uh-oh. Not sure if you talked about this before. How would you rank the Star War Star Wars? God damn it. Star Trek TV series from best to worst. Oh, we've we've talked about this before, but I don't see us not talking about I it now. I don't think we ranked it mm. as such. And this includes the animated series. How would you rank the Star Trek oh, movies? With the animated series? And so we're going to start with the TV series, including animated series. How would you rank them, Joe? God, that's so tough. Mm. Quickly? That's not hard. All right. Yeah. Paul's Next answer. generation, number one. Okay. Original? Number two, original series. Number three, animated series. Number four, me personally... I'm going to go Voyager. Number five, -Space. I'm going to go Deep Space Nine. Number six, I'm going to go Enterprise. Wait, you're yeah. ranking Voyager above Deep Space Nine? Easily. You hate Voyager. I hate Voyager Felix. and Deep Space Nine. <laughs> mm, uh, wow. I like Deep Space Nine. Honestly, well, here's the thing. Like, the Considering more that you played a Klingon and they delve more into the Klingon... Uh, I know. 
I, I watched Mythos, it. I watched it all in for DS9. research. The thing I'm is, surprised by that. The thing is, Voyager. I've been catching up on again on Netflix, and it's it's just more entertaining for the most part. Now, when Neelix is around, I want to pull my goddamn eyes out. <laughs> and no two ways about it. And I've oh. just I've just come upon the thing. He's just terrible. The Neelix isn't and he Naomi? always around? Huh? Isn't he always oh, around? Neelix and Naomi no. sequences and things like that, hologram shit. Oh, I no, hate that. The Neelix and Naomi Wildman yes. together episodes drive me absolutely crazy because she's there for no reason and he takes whatever happens that is going on with her and makes it worse. I'm I'm still it, And then I'll get, and then by the end of the episode he, just, he makes it better, he's just a but a poor performer. That's what it comes down to. But he's not enough to drag it under Deep Space 9. Not for me. Uh, Deep Space Nine, I should say they're in really for me they're tied really in a lot of ways. Uh, but Deep Space Nine has a lot of shitty performers too, and it depresses the fuck out of me most of the time. Like who? Uh, let's say uh, the Bajoran. What's her name? Yeah, Kieran Reese. Yeah, she's, she's awful. Awful. Um, and uh, you know, Cisco is hit or miss. If he's playing Cisco when he's pissed off and angry, excellent. Let's we'll say if he's playing a yeah. man called Cisco, we're fine. But when he's not playing a man called Cisco, we're in trouble. But unless he has really got his ire up and his dander in a rough, you don't care what he's saying. Jake, I am the commander of this station, and I have told you not to sit out on that ledge with Nog. I have a responsibility. <laughs> that episode where they have Nog the, the mirror too. universe Barile on there and he takes Kira hostage and he's standing on that railing and he's like, if you hurt her, you will ever make it on this station alive. <laughs> I, just, I cannot watch that sequence. It's supposed to be super serious, but his delivery just... Sends me into a fit of laughter every yeah. single time. He's out of his mind half the time. And That's I've the, met him, and he was a super nice guy. I and, think the world and, of of him. And and, and throughout the the series, he's he's so good in that role. But there are those moments where you're like, Shatner, eat your heart out. I mean, seriously, you want to talk Dude, about those, those episodes? Scene with chasing Eddington, best gold. gold. Oh yeah, yeah, God, those episodes. Eddington is a, yeah. So him and Eddington are fun. Anything when. Uh, you know, Garrick's on screen's good. Garrick is the best. He might be the best performer in all of all Star of Trek. Oh. That guy's fucking amazing. Okay. He's yeah. so good. Oh, wait, that, wait, 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 wait. That whole story. Him. Those whole storylines, just so good. Um, you just put me in there. Yeah, so there, that's my rating. All right. It's, like a, it's a hard call give with it, give it Voyager again. and DS9, but of course, you know. Did you leave out Enterprise? No, Enterprise no, is the last. last. He put it last. Okay. Uh, if I had to rank it, I would probably put number one, Deep Space Nine. You like Deep Space Nine? <laughs> I really love Deep Space Nine. Yeah, but it's also has the darker stories, which I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Next Generation be next with the uh, original series to follow. Never saw the animated series, so it's got to be nil. What are you doing? What are you doing? I haven't. You've finished. never seen the animated. It's on Netflix. I realize that. Use it as your sleepy time. I also have only seen three Not seasons everybody of does Voyager. That. Well, you're not missing a ton there, <laughs> but it—that's—but that might be why I put Voyager at like, yeah, close to last. No, that's good with all the Borg stuff. There's but. some, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. once Seven joins, there's some fun stuff, but I mean, there's still a lot enough Neelix to hate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to throw in mine because mine will be moot because I missed a bunch of it. I didn't see any Enterprise. Um, you missed nothing. That, 
That's missed okay. nothing. What about the third and fourth seasons? Those were what? great seasons. No, no. That's when Manny Cotto came on and started trying to right the ship. A few little things. Yeah, it was too little, too late. All right, Jeff. What is your lineup? The Andorian uh, stuff was cool. Gosh, three episodes worth. Um, I'd have to say original yeah. series. Oh. That's always going to hold the first place in my part in my heart because that is what I know the most of because. My dad got me started on that when I was probably about three or four years old. And even back then, what drew me to it was just the, the bright colors. But um, in order... <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> it's going to be original series. Because um, of the bright colors, we got Next that. gen. <laughs> I would probably say DS9 next. Okay. Animated series. Enterprise. Really? Voyager, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Kirsten, what's going on? I'm going to go with that. And I'll, I'll say the same thing, as, 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 except that I haven't seen Enterprise. Yeah, but yeah, that's on, so you got to nail it right. like I did the animated series. I like I liked the animated series. The animated series are very good. I hear actually. good things. Yeah. There was a, uh, at the, uh, well, they brought back, the, the, the best thing about animated series is they the brought a thing, lot absolutely. of, the best thing, yes. Uh, the best thing about it was they brought a lot of the original writers from the original series on to write these episodes. And even though it's filmation and they're, you know, I'll say odd animating style. Minimalist. Mm. <laughs> it holds up, though. It, it does hold up. And There's a third Harry Mudd story. While Roddenberry was on the fence about whether it should or shouldn't be canon initially, because he didn't have a lot of input in the animated series, the writers brought stories that didn't make it into the original series that they wanted to yeah. so that got on you got episodes of that albeit shortened down to a half hour format um you got most of the original cast to return and it was kind of a bizarre way they did this they sent them tape recorders in the mail and they would record their lines onto these tape recorders put them in the packages and then have them either messengered over to the studios and uh and then the studio would do what they did with it but uh so they were never like in a recording studio recording their lines with each other as the case with a lot of animation. But mm. the fact that it, it got a decent product like that out when you're just recording into a tape recorder is pretty impressive. The uh, cat character from the animated series. Uh-huh. Yes. Somebody was cosplaying her at the Star Trek oh, and this year. Freaking uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there's the other guy who was running the bridge with Sulu. The uh, orange guy Artax. with the pointy ears. Rx, Rx, Rx is the horse. Yeah, right. Rx, Mr. Rx, and he's got performed a, by James Doohan. He's got a third arm coming out his chest. Really cool. Hmm. Like, this, like they were able to do cool shit that they couldn't have on the show. Sure, that nobody, but there were. Yeah, they there introduced were, the holodeck. On, right. There on, were there were flavors of of what the show had wanted to be if it had been season four. Kind of. There was sure. a little bit and, of that, and had a big budget. Or yes, or maybe even. Um, Phase two, like drips and drabs of phase two in there as well. Well, that was pre-phase it was, two. It, it, it was a lot of fourth season Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Which, which was, if you go and read, if any of you have read the Futurama comic book, the first couple of issues of that, I'd say within the first 20, you're getting some straight up unproduced scripts, in my opinion. I'm just remembering. I don't know that there's any uh, certifiable stuff to that, but like this was during a... A break. But that's the quality. Oh, see. my God. Yeah, it's really good stuff. One of my favorite Star Trek stories is actually in the animated one now that I think of it. Spock's the, brain. 
No, is no. that that's in that's Spock's brain's in the regular. There's one, a Spock's it? brain too. Oh no, it's the it's it's it is Spock story though. It's it's the the one where it's a time travel one. Where oh Spock yeah, where he meets, goes back yeah. to his planet yeah. And, yeah, and he has and, to go and and take and care his, of his, and his yeah. teddy bear. Yes, yeah. yeah. Spock, Spock's brain to synaptic boodle. No, he yes. goes he, he goes <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> what's the creature called? It looks Sailot. like a Sailot. Yeah, his boy Kirsten's on it. Yeah, and the yeah. Salot recognizes the adult version of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, that is actually that's that's one of uh, the top ranked uh, episodes of the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. Super sad episode. I want to watch well, that right now. God, it's a sad episode. Salots make a great pet, except every seven years they hump your leg. Other than that, they're great. <laughs> anyway, we interrupted Kirsten's yeah, ranking yeah. here. So, original series DS Nine. And that's, then whatever. Really? <laughs> that's right. I forgot those you are, hate Next Gen. Those are pretty much the two for you? Yeah. I'm. Uh, for the rest, it's all bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, Borg, Voyager, Andorian Enterprise. Um, some of the stories featuring Data in, uh, you know, Next Gen. Yeah. Next Gen Borg stories is, are as well are interesting. And sure. then the rare occasion when Next Gen would actually do a salute. So like relics, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that was kind of cool. The triple so you were one. really born into the original series to the point of like next gen felt kind of like sacrilege. Yeah, well, and the sacrilege, but <sighs> Roddenberry tried to do his his Star Trek without studio interference. The the what he always said he wanted to do, and for me it was actually quite bland. Um, also, just in, in a lot of cases, like the early seasons where they did that shockingly overlit. I mean, there there are technical aspects and aesthetic aspects about it too that I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's I love harsh. Patrick Stewart. Sure. Although I have to say, Jean Luc Picard, he really he really was a Brit. Yeah, it took time for him to and become it was, Picard. Yeah, it it really didn't. It really and the character. It real. I never really felt that he was French in any way. He no. always felt like an Englishman, and yep. it was like, why not just make him an Englishman? Yep. It's a little so weird. that was always weird to me. But I always liked Data. I always liked what Brent Spiner was doing with Data. I agree. And um, yeah. I mean, I did enjoy those stuff. But really, it was DS Nine when DS Nine started doing its tribute episodes, like. The Tribbles. Oh, my God. Mm. And and that was just such a technically phenomenal motherfucking. That was just so Especially good. Especially for, for that time. You know, Blood Oath, when they brought back the three original yes, Klingons. Yes, I have seen it many times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I gotta I, go get the albino. Oh, I fucking love that one. It's pretty good. Just Michael and Sarah done up in, you know, horseshoe crab forehead Klingon right. was just. And that was like. A year before a lot of those dudes died, yeah. If that, yeah, yeah it was really sad. I think it, to your point that, that if you watch that Chaos on the Bridge special, yeah, which is also on Netflix, it's a big part of what they talk about with the original oh, yeah, the Next Gen. How he was laying down these mandates of there's no conflict, there's no conflict, and the writers are like, then what do we write an episode about? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> where's the drama? Yeah. What, what's writing 101 conflict? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Matt. You're gonna hate. I gotta go with uh, Next Gen first, only because I grew up with that. I get that. So I'd always mm-hmm. stay up late, watch too. it, go to bed after I'd see it. It's on at yeah. like 10 a.m. or whatever on Space. Sorry, 10 a.m. 10 p.m. 
on space, and then followed by DS9. That's and then Enterprise. I just like the whole militaristic makos of the the ship part of that. I do love that ship. Yeah, and then Voyager. What am I missing here? On the original, I'm not really a big original series guy. I never really watched it, so Mm. I'd have to put that out there. And I never watched the animated, so that's last. Animated would be last on my list. I became a Star Trek fan by accident as a kid because Star Trek was on before Benny Hill. Yeah. And Benny Hill <laughs> is what I love to watch as well, a kid. Hello. Yeah. So, but I had to get through Star Trek first. Yeah. So, so that's how I became acquainted with it. But I never got into it, it until college of all time. Wow. Was Star yeah. Trek on your, your local PBS station at not, that time? Not PBS, but oh, okay. your lo- UHF. UHF. Okay. Because yeah. uh, I remember. Um, it was a big deal in Wichita. Uh, the uh, local PBS station was able to get the uncut Star Trek for, a, like, I think a year or two run. Like, they just ran it, like, uh, daily. Uh, but that was a big deal because even in the late 80s, they had hacked it to pieces for commercials yeah. for for the syndication. So the only way to see the original episodes as they aired 66 to 69 was to get it on that uncut. Mm. And even like some of the VHS tapes, they had gone back and cut them down. So I was, yeah, I'm going to pull the old guy card. I'm old enough to have seen it on, on when it was on prime Cave time, walls. but oh. I don't remember having a <laughs> watch. He, he's more advanced than that. It's As you know, smoking that. fire, smoking fire, right, right. smoke signal. But yeah. Coming up next on campfire, mm. Star Trek. this week blanket cover campfire for almost minute and a half (laughs) so far ahead of the time go flying up in air (laughs) what will happen to smoke (laughs) tune into campfire for star trek no conflict no conflict oh Gene Roddenstone, you make everything real hard to write (laughs) challenge write gooder (laughs) we start own series me start Babylon 5 Rock. <laughs> hey, Babylon 5 was amazing. Yes. Amazing. You're the not, best you're campfire not gonna, in cave. You're not going to bash it. <laughs> I'm I will not defend that. To th- and praising. It's like turned into a pseudo pre-sequel to, or uh, prequel to, rather, to, uh, to the Flintstones here. <laughs> Everything does. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I take, take these blankets. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I grew up watching it in the afternoons I'm on a 12-inch black and white TV. Man, that's the way I saw Star Trek as a kid. And uh, I was amazed when I saw it in color. It's gorgeous. <laughs> but it was very entertaining in black and white. My down-the-street neighbors, uh, who were like our brothers, uh, Colin and Kevin, they were into Trek because their father was way into it. And they had all the books, like the technical manuals and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and, and the stuff that was out guess. You know, it wasn't a whole lot of presence media-wise. A few comics here and there, but it was mostly print. And and when Next Gen came out, I remember the back of the cereal box had a promotion for it. It was like, you could be in an episode of The Next Generation. I remember and those. And Worf, that's how- and that's how Wesley Crusher became. Right. Wes, well, no, Wesley Crusher was there. It was Wesley Crusher, Worf, Deanna Troy, and Riker, and then a blank space for like, and you. You, yeah. You know, and it's like, whoa. Uh, but we were like, what the fuck? And I saw that. I saw Worf on there. I was like, what the fuck? And, and they were like, we think that's a Klingon. 
it looks real different from what it used to. So yeah, it was interesting. Was, Wait, the, the Klingons were already established, but the Klingons were established in movies like that, weren't yeah. they? Mm, yeah, the movies. They part three, yeah. Had that I weird guess. spine yeah. thing rolling over there. Yeah, there's well, a little bit of that, but you didn't see it as much in motion picture. But apparently, they had the the spine plates on the armor. But because oh, pretty much right. all the characters in the motion picture were seated, you didn't see the full makeup. But apparently, that was the makeup that they quote wanted to use in the original series, but didn't have the budget for. That's right. That was uh, God. What was that makeup artist's name? He's escaping me right now. Westmore. No, this is this, this is before, before Westmore? Westmore was brought in. I'm talking like original series uh, makeup artist Baker. Kenny it's Baker. Gonna, yes, Kenny Jim, Baker. Jim Baker. Jim Baker. <laughs> the originator of the no 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 Tammy no. Faye makeup. Yeah, that's it. That's what. she's the greatest makeup <laughs> artist <laughs> ever. Ever. She, she was in Jurassic Park. You can tell. She was the finest rollers. She was the pile of shit. <laughs> Jim J. Bullock is spinning in his grave. Thank you, Cthulhu Collector, for sending us that question. That's very, very cool. Anything else, gentlemen? God, no. God, no. News you don't give a shit about. God, no. <laughs> TNT has... Dynamite! <laughs> Power to love. Wow, you hit him right in the funny bone. <laughs> no, you hit him in the asthma attack there. <laughs> right, right in the ears. Perfect. <laughs> TNT is dynamite in a pilot order for "Let the Right One In." Oh, Boo-Earns oh. Stop it. Based on the best-selling vampire novel by John, uh, I could never spell say this guy's name. Dishkeen Verzerdebeard. John Swedish bloodsucker. The novel already produced two big screen adaptations. The 2008 Swedish movie from a screenplay by the novelist himself. And 2010's Let Me In, which starred Chloe Grace Moretz. As for the TV pilot, Teen Wolf creator and showrunner Jeff Davis has penned the script and will serve as executive producer. Here's the synopsis. Let the Right One In is an eerie drama about a young boy, long tormented by his classmates, who finds solace in a friendship with a charismatic female vampire who appears to be near his age. The vampire settles into the boy's small Vermont town and her mysterious caretaker, just as a series of bizarre murders begin attracting the attention of law enforcement. Uh, Okay. Let the Right One In. The original Swedish movie, right, is amazing. So good, yeah, it is. I never saw the the conversion because I heard it was not as good. It's it's just okay. They yeah. they get some of it right, not all. Uh, <sighs> they they ape the beast a bit. Boo. But, but what makes that movie work? And I haven't read the novel, but what makes the movie work is the fact that you really get a sense of this the, both characters' isolation. The young boy. The uh, the ancient vampire that looks like a young girl, and but not only you have the pathos for those characters, but you also get the sense of darkness underneath those characters. Oh yeah, that young that young boy is messed up, Mm -hmm. both to to his bullying, but something even deeper. And I don't trust a television series by Teen Wolf guy to make this happen at all. No, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be very sweet. Yep. 
It'll be small MTV like. It'll be MTV like. And the yeah. way that movie ends is like these two go on, in in their life to enjoy other adventures, quote unquote. But that's not the TV show I want to watch. No, and it's gonna end terribly for them both. Even with the movie. Yes. Yeah. There, there's things no good ending go, for those characters. No, things aren't no. going to go well in their lives. Not at all. They're going to be on the run at best. In fact, you almost get a feeling that, that that last shot of that movie is this is their last good moment. Right. Yeah. That's and a good flick. that movie with the pool scene has one of the best filmed horror scenes ever committed to cellular. So good. Mm. So good. Yeah. God damn. So much so they even aped that exact scene in the... American remake and it still worked. Good. Hmm. So, yeah. But how yeah. could it not? Oh, making this a TV show. How could it not? Oh. What am I thinking? There's another film that I saw recently that has a pool. Oh, what do you call it? Was like that. Had a little dash of that. Uh, it follows. Had that. Oh, pool. they had that pool scene there. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like oh, this is kind of a little bit, but not the same. Oh, it's but. missing that artistry. <laughs> no, no, it's not as good. It's not as good. But Great movie, but that that though that's. That's a hard comparison. Yeah, it just reminded me a little. Remind bit. me of the pool scene because I'm I'm trying to. I'm assuming someone gets attacked. The bully Which one? is holding his head underwater. Mm. Yeah, you talking about if, the right it, one in? And if yeah. you haven't seen the movie, which I'm sure some of you have not, yeah, um, I don't want to get too spoilery. You, yeah, that that is a scene you want to experience. Go fucking yeah, see. Good point. It's fucking great. I said that. I remember about it. Thank you. Oh, we can see. Yeah, we saw that, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Doug Lyman has signed on to helm Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment's Justice League Dark, the live-action version, adapted from DC's Dark Universe from a script by Michael Gilio, with uh, Richard uh, Scott Rudin acting as producer. Where are you going with all these names? I don't know. <laughs> But it's breaking my brain, obviously. You purposely look for ones with a bunch of names. Uh, so can... And the thing is, I edit these... A lot of these names out. These stuck in somehow. <laughs> I keep telling him to, to put them in there phonetically, but, uh, you know, whatever. Eh, I do sometimes. The story will revolve around a dark <laughs> Justice League team, one that deals with magic and supernatural. That you includes... want to read phonetically. Read all those names phonetically. Whoa. <laughs> wait, wait. an Andy. You, you, I just, you just tripped and pointed at Andy. What was that? Ripped your headphones out. <laughs> His <laughs> fucking fault. <laughs> Anytime anything falls over, it's me. <laughs> he caught the Andy. <laughs> he oh, is Spillman. So, so is it just like moving over one? Andy got Jeff's cock, and, and you got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the injustice of it all. <laughs> well, oh, shit. How are you possibly going to pass your you anger get? onto Matt? <laughs> <laughs> The Dark Justice League team that includes oh. John Constantine, Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Zatanna, and Etrigan the Demon. Film is set to be an ensemble, please. Duh. And it will play a major role in the DC Extended Universe. Duh, that means duh, that Lyman... Duh, duh. But it also means that Lyman has now departed Fox's often-delayed Gambit movie, starring Chatham Tatum. So duh, now that is duh, empty. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> no one cares. I, well, you know what? When it comes down to it, I, dig, I care about this one. These are characters but, of the DC Universe that I like. Yeah, but th- they've been done better in the animated series already. Whoa. Have they already done an animated one? I know they're coming out with one. Well, those, all those characters have been touched upon in animated, not as a unit. 
I don't know, man. Was Constantine covered in the animated? I don't remember. It's coming up. At they, they're doing their own animated Justice I League. I suppose part. Constantine okay. wasn't, I don't think. The Constantine, Constantine yeah, but they made it safe. They gave him those bubblegum cigarettes. <laughs> that right. he used to get his they didn't do. They didn't do Hellblazer, did they? He never popped no. up in the animated, no. even in even in Unlimited, right? No, you but know, Etrigan did. Etrigan, Etrigan had a lot Dr. of stuff. Fate. Nice. Yeah, and like the main thing that I remember from those those guys get a really great turn in the uh, Brave and the Bold, Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah. But Brave and the Bold Dietrich always... Dietrich Bader, so funny. Brave and the Bold always brought in those weird characters when it could, the yes. comic did. Um, I dabbled in DC over the years, bits and pieces, but now I think of it, the Vertigo stuff, the Swamp Thing, help, I read all that stuff faithfully. I, mean, I was reading all of that. I was reading the whole run of those. I started reading that new Swamp Thing that came out like three years ago. It was great. Is and then it? it went to shit. Hmm. Yeah. Like the storyline went to yeah, shit? Yeah, the whole thing just kind of... Was that part of the New 52? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's your answer. Yeah, say the whole New 52 kind of went to shit what by my understanding. Fuck, man? That's why they have Rebirth The now. fuck, DC? Fuck wrong with you? Rebirth. Eat my birth. <laughs> Alan Moore knows the score. <laughs> True that. In a radio interview with Hercules of Ain't Cool News, Brian Fuller was forthcoming with more details on Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> Most notably with the reveal of the Prime Universe set show's main character. I am Universe Prime. <laughs> <laughs> now that character has a name of sorts in number one. Number one. A.K.A. the USS Enterprise's originally intended first officer, played by Majel Barrett Roddenberry. What? In Star Trek's first attempted pilot, The Cage. What? Fuller does clarify that her real name will be one of the primary mysteries of, of Star Trek Discovery, promising <laughs> a reveal, quote, before the end of the first season, unquote. Cute. Very cute. <laughs> While CBS plans to broadcast the pilot episode on the airwaves, the show will be used to facilitate the launch of the network's premium streaming. Yeah, we're back it up. We're back. What? Up. What? You telling me the the one of the big mysteries of the first season is what's the name of this officer? Number one serving. Number one on a ship. I don't one. think it's that was, one of the big mysteries. That was one of Roddenberry's ideas for to keep her name quiet. Yes. Because there was supposed to be some mystery to her background, and fine, okay, was, and that was an original <laughs> series idea. It's I love fine, your concession, but just but can Roddenberry do do no, no wrong or something, Jack? No, like, I'm, well, you're I'm, like, that's Roddenberry's. I'm idea. not saying it's a good or well, bad idea. I'm merely saying I love that the was fact that he's doing that carried if that's, over. If that's the case, however, what <laughs> you let him serve on the ship and then go? Well, what's your name? You? <laughs> I'm not telling you my name. Not till near the end of the season. My guess is it's known by Starfleet, but the the lower ranks don't know, and they're trying to yeah. figure it out. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, or her it may name be everyone penis hairs. Oh, everybody and she refer- just doesn't want people to know. Refers to her as number one, and you never hear her name. And that's it's actually Dumas. <laughs> Dumas. <laughs> Oswipe. It's it's Ledmilla. We let's no. Ledmilla Dumas Oswipe. It's Urine. Urine. <laughs> Urine the dream. Uh, yeah, Number one? No. Urine. All right. Well, you know, this guy's got enthusiasm for days. Oh, I hope the show is good. Which, uh, which is funny because uh, I have it on good authority that uh, apparently CBS is really 
wanting him to do press conferences, but they're also restricting the amount of time he spends yes, with press he's because he's got he's, big exactly mouth. he's so excited about this series that any question the press asks him he'll answer without censoring himself you just can't hide it he yeah exactly <laughs> like so they're you know they're going and saying don't you answer that you. or you know so they've actually had to send, tonight andy they've actually had to send handlers <laughs> with him to say no next question and because he'll literally flat out answer it. What the hell was it. that? They're a fuller handler. <laughs> what the hell was that? In 2018, the new Mutants film will be released, and the list of mutants has become official. According to the Nerdist, we'll be getting much, or, uh, much of the core team of the new mutants who first appeared in Marvel, Marvel graphic novel number four. Marvel? The um, New Mutants, 1982. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Daniel Moonstar, a.k.a. Mirage. Yes. Creates illusions. Sam Guthrie, a.k.a. Cannonball, can fly within a force field. He's nigh invulnerable in Boston. <laughs> but does he rock you like you, a Jay cannonball? Uh, Ronnie Sinclair, a.k.a. Wolf's Bane, uh, transformed into a wolf. Rain. That's what I said. <laughs> Roberto DaCosta, a.k.a. Sunspot, can harness the power of the sun. Ileana Rasputin, a.k.a. Magic. And it's Magic. And Majuk and uh, Warlock, alien who merges with the mutant cipher. Nice. The film's screenwriters have been announced: Scott Newstetter and Michael H. Weber, who worked with New Mutants director Josh Boone in *The Fault in Our Stars*. Are you still eating those Oreos, Kirsten? <laughs> but he, he eats them the with a shrug. Is, mm, yeah, mm. they're not bad. They're, they're strong, good. though. Mm. I I don't like the Swedish fish, so. I clearly, I love I'm not liking these. I know you that do, but, I, but I'm not won over by this. No. So this is definitely going to happen. This is all set. Yes, this 2018, this is coming. I uh, we'll loved see. the New Mutants. I really did. I did. In fact, in the last two years, I picked up issue number one, something I wanted to collect back when I was starting to collect comics. Mm-hmm. Of course, now it's dropped in so much price that it's affordable. Sure. But... Uh, yeah, it's it's nice to have it in the collection now. Yeah, Speaking I we of, actually. Well, sorry, did you go? I was just. Well, no, you continue your thought. Uh, we there was a little Facebook thing going you on with your post covers, which is the same thing <laughs> we're gonna say, right? I was gonna yeah. say that. You the picked cov- a great cover. You picked well, one of the best covers is, ever. But the uh, it's number nineteen. I think? That, not that it matters. Doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's Simonson's the, Demon Bear. Oh, okay. No, Sinkovich. Sin- I'm sorry. Sinkovich. Sinkovich is Demon Bear. Sinkovich. All right. Terrific. Yeah. That is just, it is a great cover. You guys did that, and and now that comic book cover that jumped into my head is now like the front of my phone. So it's just. Oh, that's great. It brings me joy every day now. So thank you for tagging that. Did you do two lists, by the way? No, I did one list, but it started going around in circles. And sorry, my my list started looping into other people. That brought me back to um, my Eric Larson. Spider-Man days. That was a neat uh, cover you posted. I love that mm-hmm. book. That was when I had I was buying all five Spider-Man books every month as a kid and putting them all on my walls. I had like two hundred or so on the walls by the time it was all done. They were in chronological order. Web, amazing, spectacular, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel Tales. That makes for and good then, wallpaper. Uh, and then the new uh, McFarlane when it came out. I remember where I bought that. St- First issue of New Mutants. I remember the there was a comic shop I only went to a couple of times that closed after it. That was in the early days of comic shops. 
It was in New Bedford. I remember buying it. It's like, oh, there's a new... You know, it's new Bedford? New Bedford, yeah. You got in the Bedford, car? New comic you shop. over there and give us a comic shop? Oh, that's something I did see. I watched Ted 2. Really? Like huh. three or four laugh out loud moments, but overall... It's Yawnsville. Really oh, come on. <laughs> it's Yawnsville, but it had two or three really funny moments. Come on, you didn't like the the Gollum reference? To- <laughs> no, so dumb. No, mm. come on. The very first scene in the movie, that fucking bitch. Like, you shut up. No, you shut up. Holy fuck, look at this lady. Over. No, come on. All the fighting was weird. It was oh, weird. There were, on. there were one or two. What, were- what about the, the improv? <laughs> no, that was <laughs> not funny. The stuff that- <laughs> I thought was hilarious. <laughs> the bits that I found funny were tiny, <laughs> tiny little bits. Like one of the bits that I was, I was laughing was- We're giving was- you the gold. Now make some fucking comedy. <laughs> yeah, right. What was that? What was the one little piece? Ah, fuck! I have to remember it. It'll come to me. But there's just one or two little tiny little off offhand lines, and it was just I was like, poor Anne. Poor Anne. She's gonna be trying to sleep tonight, and <laughs> she'll wake up with Paul boarding out. Ah, it's no. the penis thing. No, 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 no. She's she's in. Uh, he does that about every other night anyway. She's in. Um, That's right. She's on vacation. Yeah, no, she just grabs the writing pad and the pencil, writes down what he says, and the reads it back thing. to him in oh, the morning. It's oh. just the dogs he frightens. Guys, yes. there is a new app out. Mm. A new one? If, well, you are, if you are a sleep talker, it starts recording, or it, start, it, gets, it goes active. You set it near you when you sleep. It goes oh, active after a half hour. And then it'll record. If you start talking, it'll start recording. So it's like demon shit and whatever. Like, so it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like the scary. old voice operated recording that you'd have on the MIDI cassette recorders. Yes, but this uh, it will record snoring. So if you're a snorer, it might not be the most uh, pressing thing for me then. But man, <laughs> you could get some good shit. And said I said some crazy shit the other night when I was sleeping. I was going, Dude, you could freak your crazy. shit out of yourself with that. Like, yeah, you play it back. You're like, what am I talking about? You're not gonna get demon shit. Demon shit. Give me a bird. Yeah, right. He's sleeping. Get him. It's not. This is the end. Remember to go to Wendy's again tomorrow. Go to Wendy's. Wendy's is good. Not the McDonald's. Order the McDonald's. Go to McDonald's. Go to McDonald's. Go to McDonald's. Coke and coffee. Coke and coffee. It's so good. It'll be easier if you suck. Martha. Martha. Martha is the name of everybody's mom. Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? What the fuck? Put it back in his ass. Whoa. Wait, what? Huh? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Your wife's here. What? Somehow your wife got in our dream. She's interrupting our butt games. Get up. Get up. You and Don Cheadle. Oh, Don Cheadle. Hats off, Don Cheadle. You should follow Don Cheadle on Twitter. He's great. I love Don Cheadle. Literally. Everything's going to be okay, baby. Jimmy hats off, you mean, for Don Cheadle. whatever. <laughs> Don Cheadle can do no wrong, in my opinion. Love that dude. Hey, he's fucking War Machine. Of course. The best. Terrence Howard. Hey, he threw that shit away. No. You, you Clown shoe. Patriot. Clown shoes. He's probably like, damn it, I should have done it. Whatever, I'm glad. Well, I'm, I'm- supposedly it was Marvel that booted Terrence Howard because Don Cheadle was available. Huh. And I guess they had wanted him for the first one, but uh, wow! 
That's yeah, this has been you. Movie Corner with Daddy Jeff. <laughs> movie Corner with Daddy Jeff. Guess what I heard? This guy wanted to do this thing, but then the other guy did it. Then the Movie Corner with Daddy Jeff. Who oh, went and saw the movie today? It was, I, I liked it okay. This is Movie yeah. Corner with Daddy Jeff. Welcome to Movie Corner with Daddy Jeff. You ever seen when they're doing a movie when a guy has a camera and then it goes away, goes black, and it comes back and it just make you think of the day past? Neat trick. There's a movie corner with Andy and Jeff. And you know what? The sad thing is, if I put that on YouTube, you would watch it. <laughs> oh, that's right. You already watch Red Letter Media. I'm sorry. What? Oh, oh mic drop. Red Letter Media? Pew, pew, pew. Shots hey, 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 quickly, quickly. Pick me up before you, is that what before you steps on me. Andy, you- don't move. <laughs> Are you no! Don't step on me. Don't step on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. That, okay. that, that would just be the icing on the cake, wouldn't it? Be he accidentally steps on your your little paper craft figure. <laughs> step on me. <laughs> he spills beer on you. <laughs> he spills stuff at your place, and then he steps on your figure. Are you re- are you really you don't like red letter media? Is that what you're saying? No, I like red letter media. Okay. I'm just saying what you're making fun of is not that different than what they do on there. I'm not making fun of Red Letter Media. I'm making fun of you. I know you're making fun of me, <laughs> but the way you're making fun of me is not that different than what they actually do on that. Oh yeah, that well, channel. Well, that, that, yeah. This is with yeah. Jeff. Wow. movie with Eddie Jeff. Movie corner with Eddie Jeff. This is some deep shit. Right, it's really deep. Right, right. Sometimes I watch uh, YouTube, but then I think oh, I'm pretty close to what I used to think. <laughs> this Eddie Jeff with movie corner. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing a movie corner now just to spite you. <laughs> please, please do, please, please do. do a movie corner. <laughs> Sign off every episode with "fuck you, Paul." <laughs> no, just oh, yeah? do it exactly like I just did. did I tell it. you when I, I just got... wrote five episodes of movie corner? <laughs> when I got the picture with Greg Grunberg, I was gonna bring a sign in that says "fuck you, Paul." Did I tell no. you that story? <laughs> yeah. Need to. Yeah. What's his name? Needle Dick Screeblo. What? He's got some fucking name. That character. <laughs> oh, his, his character in Star has a Wars. Name. Snap? Is that his name? Snap, R- Snap, Snap, Snap Wexley. Wexley. Snap Wexley. Yeah. Shut up, Wexley. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you. It's so funny, too, because like, he talks about it. He's like a kid because he's so, so oh, excited about I think it's he wonderful. has an action Star Wars action figure. He's sure. like, I've got a Star Wars action figure. It's I'd awesome. Be, I'd be in the same boat, but he takes me right out of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but you know what? So did the lost guy too. So there you go. Did he take you out when the he was good, in Star Trek? Greg Grunberg. Which one did he pop in? The for? last. The last. Was movie? he in this last he one? Was in, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was in Beyond. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, the uh, the security guy. Yeah, I'm just always like oh, station for fuck. What the fuck? Yeah, right. Yeah, he was I'm gonna the- start a petition to have him in every movie. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, just break my my <laughs> perception of four. It's not like that's. I think honestly, that's a big part of why I love animation so much is because human <laughs> beings take me out. Because you can't put yeah, Greg in it. I see human. Well, I see human beings. I'm oh, like, oh, we'll find a way. <laughs> I see a human being. I'm like, well, this is fake. Cartoons feel more real to me. Yeah, well, I, I t- it feels a lot more fake when I put human see humans in my cartoons still. I mean, mm. Bed dogs and boobsticks. Fuck that shit. Bed knobs and boobsticks. This A.D. Jeff with Movie Corner. <laughs> Brett on Brewstick had that lady murder she wrote in it. This A.D. Jeff with murder. murder. <laughs> what? Murder, murder. <laughs> You've seen a plot. Jeff, you've corner. had too much to drink. A. Movie Corner. A.D. Jeff with Murder Movie Corner. A.D. Jeff with Murder Murder. <laughs> oh, boy. No, the only one not laughing is Jeff. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I don't care. I'm solidarity with Jeff. 
I've known this guy oh, for, for like ass. 15 years, so I'm used to it. Right. It's all good. <laughs> there you go. You just need to start your own movie corner show. <laughs> You've seen a porn version of that one, right? Did you find a hair in that yeah. water, son? No, What's going on? <laughs> it got looking little, for the it's coffee. Got a little flavor to it. it got holding up to the light. And it just tasted a little weird. Oh, boy. <laughs> you found Jeff's secret spot. <laughs> Welcome to Water Corner. <laughs> I did forget to change the, uh, the water filter this month, so maybe oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's trying to kill us. <laughs> it's probably still safer than the, the tap water. So is fuel. Jet fuel. <laughs> Since X-Men TV spinoff Legion was announced, there's been speculation as to whether the Marvel and FX series would be part of the X-Men cinematic universe. Speaking at the Edinburgh Television Festival, Brian Singer confirmed that the FX series was designed to, quote, be part of the X-Men universe, but when you watched it, you wouldn't have to label it. It could exist completely on its own. Adding that Legion and other planned X-Men series, quote, will relate to future X-Men movies, unquote. Legion follows David Haller, a troubled young man diagnosed with schizophrenic. Uh, David has been in and out of psychiatric hospitals for years. But after a strange encounter with a fellow patient, he's confronted with the possibility that the voices he hears and visions might be real. Legion will be premiering in 2017 on FX. Yeah, it should be interesting. It'd be a very heady. Yeah, I mean, the, the way that character was introduced in the comics is much more over the top, crazy, psychotic. Okay, I've, I don't know Legion at all. Uh, he's introduced to New Mutants, I think. Okay. Yeah. He's like different personalities. They all have different powers or right. something. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. Really powerful. Or can be. Really powerful. Spielberg's Amblin <laughs> Entertainment has just picked up a spec for a, an Asian invasion film called what? The Fall. Sorry? Picked up a spec? Um, for, for what? For an Asian, alien invasion film? <laughs> 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 you, you, I heard it I too. Heard it too. We all heard it. Did I say Asian invasion? It's an Asian invasion. <laughs> it's an Asian invasion. <laughs> and I was betting ready for a whole Mothra's agent bit where we're there. Uh, Mothra's agent waiting. is attacking the Toledo. That oh, reminds sure. that reminds me to erase my Pornhub history. <laughs> I was waiting for Paul to break out his crazy. <laughs> we love you, long time four. <laughs> oh. God. Pacific rim job. Asian invasion with six. You get cumwad. I was waiting for Paul to break out his <laughs> Chinaman voice. <laughs> what are you talking Teenage about, Jokeru? Asian invasion? Teenage Jokeru? <laughs> Teenage Jokeru. Oh, no, that's boy. his Japanese one. His China guy is a little more. What you yeah. talking about? You got to know the subtleties, <laughs> Matt. Right. Paul's, the subtleties Paul's, Paul's racism is not just this ra- ignorant no. rant. No, no, no. It's, it's very, very specific. Very, very careful, studied racism. <laughs> <laughs> I go so far as to say it goes beyond racism to not racism. <laughs> <laughs> Invasion film, it turns out. <laughs> that was great, Paul. Called The Fall. <laughs> the Fraud. <laughs> what happened, a fraud? <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, no, I can't get up yet. Look, us classy guys say autumn. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Why? Why are you on the ground? I fall. <laughs> Here are the scanned plot details. Oh boy, 
the scat plot details. <laughs> Bunch oh. of shit. Yeah. That reminds me, I have to erase my Pornhub. Delete my browser history. That's going to be his last words to me ever. Delete my browser history. As Jeff, as Jeff puts in the knife for the last time. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the last episode of Movie Corner. <laughs> <laughs> With 80s Jeff. <laughs> we have a guest today. <laughs> he used to be Todd. Now he's dead. <laughs> now he's the Todd puppet. <laughs> Let's look at his internet history. <laughs> Whoa, otters and tentacles? What the? F- <laughs> In the midst of an alien invasion... A freshly divorced couple must survive a dangerous real-time journey on foot from downtown Atlanta to the suburbs. That's going to bring them back together. Where their young children are home alone. Home alone? <laughs> this is one of several projects Amblin is currently developing. Some other projects include a big screen adaptation of The Gates, a Walter Cronkite Vietnam film, a family horror film from Eli Roth and Jim Carrey called Alistair Arcane an adaptation of the sci-fi novel Brave New World, and a secret project that Peter Jackson is developing. Oh, my God, it's another Hobbit. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the simulacrum. The, or similarian. Similarillion. Sim- whatever. Well, no, well at this sim- point, it's just the Hobbit, the next story. That's uh, just bar farts. <laughs> that Hobbit is so bad. The, all good. of those movies I, are unwatchable. It's going to be a six-episode Tom Bombadil. <laughs> I'm not gonna say they're terrible. I only saw the first one. It just I was never interested in the character. I love Lord Try of the, the Rings. Other two, they're even worse. I love. I read the Lord of yeah, the Rings what? trilogy what? or the the books rather when I was in high school. I loved those. I just was never interested in the Hobbit. It just didn't appeal to me at all. You were just pissed up that the whip there's a way song wasn't in there. Well, there's a whip. <laughs> There's a way. <laughs> I, I bought those. I bought those Rankin Bass. They re-released oh God, those a those couple months ago. Damn terrific. That is super good. So much better. It's, it's fucking Bashy doing crazy shit. The Bakshi is... Uh... Did they have the the uh, the Lord of the Rings one in there, too, in that set? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, they did that with, They did that when the first uh, Jackson trilogy came out, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I remember uh, briefly seeing that um, on television when I was a kid, and... Uh, Never thought about it again until after the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy was in the theaters. And somebody goes, they did an animated one of this, too. And I'm like, what? No way. I saw the Bakshi in the movie theater twice. Wow. Did you really? Wow. Yeah. Well, it was like animated characters and like their sword blows were actually cutting people open. And it was just like, holy crap. Yeah, it's, just, it's fierce stuff. That's right. So. The Bakshi one did run in the theaters. It was the Hobbit stuff that ran Right. No, they're, they're, okay. they're, they're different. Yeah. What, what it was is Rankin-Bass did the Hobbit. Bakshi did the first book and a half of Lord of the Rings, yeah. but then it didn't go anywhere, so then Rankin-Bass went ahead and picked it up and finished it out with Return of the King. Yeah. So that's... It's a, very disjointed and weird, yeah. but it's... It, and they left out it, half a book, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they left. Well, I mean, they left out a whole lot yeah, of books. Yeah. No. but you get the one. gist. Well, even yeah. the movies, they left out a ton of stuff too. I mean, mm-hmm. not to mention, the I guess the greatest adventure <laughs> <laughs> lies ahead. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what it's about. <laughs> Man, 
Come on, friends. Let's see what happens next. This short little shit is lost, and he's got a fucking ring. I bet that guy with the big long beard's gonna put his dick inside him. He's got an eye on his hobbity butt. Whoop, whoop, whoop. He's got a thing for feet. He likes those big old hobbity feet. He puts his dick wow. on those feet. Oh, those giant Andy, hobbity feet. do you remember feet. that? They double as a lady's Where, where that, that song was they in? They double as a lady's vajay for the guy who's full-size person. I am realizing it, though, now. The short, the curly hair, that voice, they're wear sheep. This reminds me I have to erase my Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody must sell a metal. Somebody must sell a metal art bracelet that says that, right? Erase my yeah. Erase my browser history. I think that's on uh, the. This is why I'm broke. I think they have that. Erase my erase my history. What is it? uh, When you fall, you press the little. What is it? I can't hear you. What what happened? (laughs) He's pulling Andy. He's pulling Andy. No, no, I don't. I did that once. Are you fall? Uh, That's true. You fall. No, when you fall, what is you fall? One one alert, whatever. It was like yeah. Erase my. I've fallen and I can't get up. Please erase my internet history. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, fucking paramedics. They used to complain about those things because, like, they'd come over and they'd be like, "I can't find my newspaper and shit like that," and it irritated. But that would be funny. It's like Mm. some old man naked in bed holding his dick and he's on his last breath and he's like I can't find my newspaper <laughs> erase my internet history <laughs> it's stuck in my ass <laughs> I crammed the weekender up my butt it was a Sunday I can't oh, get it out it's a Sunday edition it's woo boy see Jeff I told you if you used the view it'd be a lot less space somehow I got it in past the rubber band it's hard to masturbate to the view you're not listening to page trying. four. <laughs> what? Uh, page four is where it's at. That's got the underwear advertisements. <laughs> New for spring. J.C. Penney's bras. Who? Who? Just thinking about it gets me juicy. Who? Oh, j- your your back to school pages are stuck together. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A really nice looking backpack. <laughs> back to school, back to school. Lunch boxes make my wiener drool. Pencil box. Pencil boxes make me hard, as do other school supplies. A live action big screen adaptation of the highly popular Japanese manga Bleach is in the works. Barf. Barf. Uh, the movie is set to open in Japan in 2018. We'll, oh, shit. We'll star Soda Fuku. <laughs> <laughs> Soda Fountain. Soda Fook? Really? Something Wong. As the hero of the piece. Wong. Something Wong. Ichigo Kurosaki. Something Wong. That horrible thing with the news thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we too low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something wrong. Yeah. We too low. What was the other one? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. We too low. <laughs> God, it's so sad. Shinsuke Shado <laughs> from Gans and Gans 2, Perfect Answer Oblivion Island at the helm. 
Written and illustrated by Tite Kubo. The manga series ran from 2001 to 2016. Follows the adventures of Ichigo Kurosaki, a headstrong teenager with the ability to see ghosts, who gains the power of a soul reaper from another soul reaper named Rukia Kuchi. You don't want to Rukia your Kuchi. Trust me on that. fucking Charo. Charo's in bleach. Uh, Ichigo's newfound powers force him to defend humans from evil spirits called hollows and ushering the souls of the newly departed to the afterlife, setting him on various journeys throughout numerous ghostly realms. Bleach also spawned an anime series that ran for 366 episodes between uh, 2004 and 2012. The manga and anime series were so popular they made four animated movies, a series of novels, musicals, Several video games and more. No news whether or not the movie will be released in North America. Bleach, you did, you, you you kind of said black with bleach. I, don't I know. didn't. I never. You got. You liked it. I don't know he bleach. Did. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I like it. You like it. Yeah. The, well, where does the title come from? No idea. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's blonde haired. So, I okay. mean, that might be some kind of. Well, they all show up in like white robes. Most of them too. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. It's not like I don't it's think expected. it's. I think it's a kind of a non sequitur sort of this thing. Variety reports a comic book continuation of the cult hit, The Lost Boys, is in works at Vertigo Comics, featuring this interesting featuring right. the surviving characters from the film. The new series is being put together by horror writing veterans, including writer Tim Seeley, who's behind Hack Slash and Grayson, uh, and artist Scott Godleski. Uh, the Dark and the Bloody and Copperhead, and Patricia Mulvihill, The Dark and the Bloody and Hellblazer. The comic sequel is being touted as a gruesome and stylish return to the bloody boardwalks and big hair of 1987. Here's the synopsis for the miniseries run. Santa Carla, California is on edge. The eccentric coastal town and haven for the undead was finally returning to normal after the last supernatural scuffle left the local vampire coven's leader dead and gave newcomers Michael and Sam Emerson a housewarming, both violent and bizarre. Now the brothers must once again team up with militant vampire hunters Edgar and Alan Frog as a new gang of ruthless, stunning, life-sucking nightcrawlers known as the Blood Bells emerges from the aftermath to collect Michael's love interest and their lost sister, Star. The original film came out in 1987, starring Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, Corey Haim, and Corey Feldman. First issue of Lost Boys hits shelves October 12th. And featuring Terry Hastings. Friend of mine was in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> some, some fellow named Terry Hastings. She, like, she walks some, by. Some fellow lady named Terry Hastings is also in, in the movie. Did anybody ever see the, the, the two sequels? The, the straight-to-video sequel. I and, love Lost Boys, and I had absolutely no interest in Well, I mean, like, I remember one of my first Comic-Cons. They were really, really promoting the hell out of the uh, the Lost Boys 2 with uh, with Corey Feldman in it, and I just could not bring myself to watch it. I it did. Just, it looked so It was one of those things where I awful. tested the waters of people who had watched it, and they uh-huh. said, don't bother. Mm. I kind of got that response too. I was, yeah. and then maybe some of our listeners have uh, have watched it and can chime in on whether it's, it is or isn't. It's filmed terrible. in Santa Cruz, and a lot of the place still looks the same. Oh yeah. Mm. The Game of Thrones live concert experience kicks off its North American Sorry, tour. Sorry, the what? The Game of Thrones live concert experience. Okay, I thought I had a stroke. Carry on. 
kicks off its Northern America tour in February of 2017, celebrating the stirring original music of composer uh, Ramin Jawadi. The, the Sonic Spectacle will also combine the state-of-the-art digital projection system displaying footage from six Game of Thrones seasons in addition to new visuals created specifically for the event. Jawadi will lead an 80-piece orchestra and choir in playing themes and melodies from the HBO fantasy series. The show begins its 28-city tour on February 15, 2017, in Kansas City, Missouri. It will march across the United States and Canada, performing at Madison Square Garden in New York City, the Forum in Los Angeles, Vancouver, Montreal, Boston, Houston, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Denver, Portland, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and more. Okay, that's better than I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, well, the the Star Trek one was really good. So, and I saw the Star Wars one way back, and that yeah. was terrific. So. Yeah, I was envisioning something like when they tried to take the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on a rock tour. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Wow, Andy! Wow! Wow! wow. So Arya Stark that, is up there singing her cynicism. Yeah, <laughs> that is some cynicism. Her song, "This Girl Has No Song," it could be worse. Could be, <laughs> could be Game of Thrones on ice. You're right. It could be worse. That could be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> half Fuck of it is on ice. Well, you, it makes sense. Yeah. More than half of it's on ice. Yeah. Well, when, shoot, wasn't it you, Paul, that showed us the uh, the uh, the CBS and Paramount on ice from Kings Island? That yeah. that video. Just, got, you got to see it if oh, you haven't seen it. So crazy. It's so great. You got The Godfather. Oh, that's right. You got Star Trek on ice. Game of Thrones on ice. Yeah. Winter is here. Dude, be so yeah, be so good. No. Winter is here. Thank you. Yes. Winter, <laughs> winter. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be fucking cool, man. Yeah, the white skaters all come out. Yeah. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Weird zombies. <laughs> out front. <laughs> Yeah, do, Hodor's driving the do, Zamboni. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's a Hodor break. Hodor. <laughs> he's doing that Hodor. whole ice skate scrape do, do, thing, do, do, trying do, do, to hold the door do, do, when he's skating backwards. Hodor. This is going to go on for a while. Saw franchise executive producer Peter Block has nabbed the rights to the Pumpkinhead franchise. And he has plans on shooting a reboot in 2017. Oh, yeah. yeah! The original Pumpkinhead was released almost 30 no, not years ago. Kool-Aid Man. Back, no, Pumpkinhead. Back in 1988 and starred Lance Hendrickson as a man who summons a terrifying creature, a.k.a. Pumpkinhead, to exact bloody, deadly revenge on the teens responsible for his son's death. It was the directing debut of the late legendary makeup FX artist Stan Winston. Over the years, the movie gained a cult status, has spawned three sequels, one direct-to-video, two other films on sci-fi. Block says the reboot will be similar to the original film, but will not be a point-by-point remake. Uh, the new movie is, quote, also titled Pumpkinhead, and they'll try to use as many practical practical effects as they can. Awesome. Unquote. Uh, Pumpkinhead is a movie I'm fine with them rebooting. I'm looking, uh, man, just bring me more of that, pra- that practical effects right there. That answers it right there. Yeah. I bought a bunch of trauma films a couple months ago just to get that flavor back. Just to feel it. Just to feel fucking bad masks being exploded. <laughs> it's so much better. It's so much better. And, and Pumpkinhead, an amazing creature design. One, one of the best horror monsters of the 80s. Do you have that figure from the McFarland's Monsters line? I used to. It was stolen from the when we had our yes. stealings. Mm. But... 
but yeah, it's just an incredible design. So I look yep. forward to seeing what they do with it again. Is he got a uh, breed? A breed? He's just, he just a demon. He's a demon. Yeah. yeah, he's just a demon. I don't remember there being uh, multiple pumpkin yeah. heads. And he's like, always chasing after someone. I'd love to see like Mrs. Pumpkinhead <laughs> <laughs> with a bow. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, perfect. Yeah. She just it's exactly, Ralph. What are you doing out exactly there? Exactly, pumpkin. I'm trying to bow. chase these kids down. And you can exchange their noses and their eyes right, and exactly. put a purse on yeah. one of them. Don't forget yeah. to take out the trash. I will. It writes itself. Yeah. Jeff's got it. Wow. <laughs> I'm just it's movie corner with Dave Jeff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's movie corner. Dave Jeff. It's movie. How about if the lady pumpkin head and she's all, she's naggy wife. That's movie corner. Hey, it Jeff. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to see on movie corner? Write to us. Comments at ugly cow show. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> the shark monkey's treasure trove. He's <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god is that mcfarlane figures up there those ones the four of them some of them are yeah yeah oh the 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 larger ones yeah the freddy cougar the second oh, row those no yeah. uh no i i believe that's part of the oh this this is a great po- this is a great podcast here guys <laughs> yeah i know it's, here's it's, things on shelves yeah, you can't yeah, here's see here's a thing on a shelf i was just curious, oh my god andy Jesus. put that back you know what put that yeah. back in your pants ah, ah. <laughs> sorry it's too big to fit in here anymore but it, oh my boy. god but it is a mcfarlane <laughs> you uh You've given a teaser for if people want to see what we're talking about. Just watch some Ugly Couch Show episodes. Right. There it is. Yeah, and then That's there's that right. whole uh, that live stream that I did. It's still on our our uh, Facebook page, but uh, yeah. Yeah, with me doing a lot of walkthrough you, on that stuff. before you take shit down, should just do a live stream pan over your shelves mm. and then put it up. That's a sideshow collectibles makes, though. Yeah. So. But until next week, I am Master Torgo. Yeah. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maker of music and dreamer of dreams. <laughs> How can I follow that up? <laughs> Maple, Leaf Andy. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week again. And another big shout out. Thanks again, John, for these awesome papers. Yeah, yeah, very so cool. cool. It's absolutely stunning. But which one is me? Uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's the Apollo you. capsules, you. Ah, okay. <laughs> that one's you. That's you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Absolutely. Oh, so I get the... Let's you see your hammer, little boy. No, that's you, man. Well, wait nope. a minute. No, this no, one it can't me. be him because it doesn't have a goatee. This is me. Ah, I have a little animal shirt. Okay. Because it's got oh, my, th- my goatee. Female Thor. That makes sense. Ah, okay. All right. All it. right. That is Went me. Went deep down the rabbit hole on that one there. Yeah, that was pretty... Okay. Let's go into Ugly Couch Show time. Yeah. Mm. Boy, that, that's someone who paid attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Paul, <laughs> look. Paul's too busy. Going I don't get paid Facebook to pay attention. Right you don't get paid at all. <laughs> there it is. You've hit the nail on the head. <laughs> the uh, Jeff movie corner. Age Jeff. Okay, here's a movie. There's a man with a guy. The other one is angry. Movie corner. Age Jeff. <laughs> man with a guy. We gotta. We gotta make that title. That's a that's a movie. Name. I, yeah. I do love how he's reduced my wonderful oratory down to uh, <laughs> hey, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, hey, okay, Eddie Jeff movie corner. This movie corner, Eddie Jeff. Hey, so what about a ghost movie where there's all these ghosts, but then one guy goes, "I bet it's a guy with a sheet on," 
And they're like, yeah! And they get real brave, but then they take shit away, and there's nothing there. What? <laughs> hey, movie corner. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff, movie corner. I'm sorry if I scared people. Once again, <laughs> Paul's impressions are nowhere near reality. Oh. No. You know oh. what? First of all, that only took great. a few minutes. A great. <laughs> oh, my God. A great Jeff YouTube series. What's that? The title, Long Story Short. <laughs> short story long? <laughs> Long story short, by 80s Jeff. I'd watch that. Yeah, I would too. Uh, I think I'll. Uh, I think I'll do my own series of movie corner. I think you should. Just real quick. I think you just should. movie corner. Hey, movie corner, love movie, like reviews, two second yeah. reviews. It'd be kind of funny. I think I mentioned this before that, but when uh, um, uh, the Crying Game is out, my brother was publishing the school newspaper, and he just said that the. Uh, the headline was, Jeff Taylor saves you $8. <laughs> She's got a dick. <laughs> well, you know, Paul, it wouldn't be uh, that much out of your character for you to do two-minute like movie reviews. You could just like two-second reviews. Like, I didn't see it, and I hate it. That's your, that's Worst your movie review. Movie Worst movie ever. Worst movie ever. And I also didn't see it. Uh, go see uh, Don't Think Twice if you get a chance. We had Liz Allen on Ice Cream Social, uh, who uh, was the... Coach for the group in the show and in, in the movie. So, mm. yeah, okay. yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, wait, that's uh, the improv film. That's with, an improv film. Yeah, movie. it's incredible. I mean, of course, it's it's so close to home. It kicked my ass, but you're going to have mileage, a hell of a, your mileage may vary. You're going to have a hell of a bucket show tonight as people are listening. Yeah. To this. Well, are, are, is this coming out on Wednesday? It's yeah. coming out Wednesday. If you're within the sound of our voices here, uh, get on out to Bucket Show. We Everyone's got, in the sound of our voices. Well, <laughs> we got Penn yeah. back again. He graciously keeps hanging out with us. It's awesome. And uh, another guest. Oh, damn it. Which one? Jess Rowland, uh, stand-up comedian who is also in the new Chips movie. Oh, yeah. That, there you go. New the, Chips that's movie. That's the Jeans thing? No, it's, uh, I forget which, I think it's NBC, ABC, ABC. ABC and Marvel are connected, right, through Disney? Is that correct? ABC's thinking of doing a Squirrel Girl. Oh, yes. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like, because that's ridiculous. I like mm -hmm. that. Infinitely stupid. Put it on broadcast TV. I, I did where post it belongs. The, <laughs> I guess everyone's, if all the shockwings have seen it by now, because I posted pictures of the Squirrel Girl at the, yeah. the uh, con. Can we take the squirrel away Be from like her and make her a detective? Girl, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.